episode 30 season finale of season two. This is episode 29, bro. No, it's, it's 20. It's 30. I'm pretty sure it's 29. I'll pull this shit up right now. Oh, dude, you can pull it up right at punninggame.com. Punninggame.com, where you can find such podcasts. <laughs> dude, I love doing that shit. I feel like it's... I love doing that fucking radio announcer voice. It's so fucking dumb. Oh, yeah, it's fun to do and just be, like, playful with it if you're going to do it, like, making fun of it. But oh, yeah. The, what's weird is there are people who talk like that. They're oh, just, dude. like, legitimately, like... As part of their job, that's how they're taught. They have to be taught to talk that like that way in like broadcasters. Oh shit! Right? This is episode twenty nine. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! All right, well that's weird. <laughs> I'm fucking Monster want- Jamboree is two episodes ahead. <laughs> you want to redo this intro? Nah, nah, leave it in. Fuck it. Fucking, it's the Grove, dude. No one gives a shit about the Grove. Fucking Monster Jamboree. What are numbers really? I mean, <laughs> let's talk about it. Fucking the Grove or uh, the Monster Jamboree is where I'm gonna get my nut. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's your boy, fucking Matt Lamb, the host of The Grove. I don't know where the fuck Josh is. I didn't even technically mention this to him, but fuck it. I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> just like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm here with Wade Taylor. What up, everybody? Hell yeah. Fucking progenitor of goddamn who gives a F, punninggame.com, that whole shit. Not worth the time. Hell What's yes. Up? Absolutely. Fucking favorite guest on this fucking podcast. Oh, well, thank Always you. I appreciate to, that. Well, you, you're like you down to talk about weird shit. Oh, dude, I love talking about weird shit. But you, you also like come at it with a, like, a, like a perspective of like, not necessarily shitting it, but like you come at it with like a skeptic's perspective. Where oh, I'm, yeah. I trust nothing and believe nothing, but also believe in a lot of things and trust everything. So you, you're kind of the like... You know, you're the yes, you're the no to my yes, which is, <laughs> which is great because it like, you know, it's fun to, you know, go off on tangents and just never, but it's like, it's fun to have a legitimate discussion about silly shit. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, well, it's weird. It's fun to like go into like those weird head spaces and talk about things uh, that there are probably some truth behind them, but you have no correlation of backing them up. Oh but yeah. There's definitely small bits of truth out there. The problem is everybody gets bogged down into the like how people connect strings to it, and then it's like, oh, it, like oh, technology's controlling us, which means that then it was created by aliens, which then means aliens are trying to take us over and want us to destroy ourselves. It's like, okay, now we've just stretched way too long. Oh yeah, the fucking tangents that people are like, oh well, this because of this, and this because of this, and it's like, whoa, 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 you're saying some wild shit yeah. at every step, and need to unpack. But Everything. my YouTube algorithm says if I keep doing this, I'll get more followers. That's it. That's the, <laughs> dude, that's the shitty part is like people that love because like I love weird shit. Like don't get like weird shit has been my aesthetic for like the, my entire life. Right. But the problem is I have like uh, or not necessarily even my problem, but like I'm people don't you like I know that people usually think I'm weird, but people never know how weird I really fucking can get because I hit them with like baseline weird shit. <laughs> You're, <laughs> you're like this is first dimension. Weird. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, I te- like when people are like, "Oh, you're weird," and I'm like, "And I'm not going any deeper because yeah. I get so much weirder than you think." You're just like, "Oh yeah, you want to peel back another layer and you split your head open, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. peel off your skin like a fucking onion." <laughs> yeah. No, dude, fucking turn into a goddamn lizard person. You start. You should start walking up to people like your knee. Or you're like Morpheus and start going. You can take the blue pill and pretend I've ever. I've only ever been this weird and I'll never see the end of it. But if you take the red pill, we're going. Deep. I am not responsible for what happens to you after this. Dude, that's what I feel like with some. <laughs> swear to God, dude, that's what it feels like with some of our fucking friends. Oh, dude, right? Like when I get because like I, dude, I love everybody in our scene. We have a fucking great scene. Like I don't think there's really been any major drama. Sure, everybody talks shit. We're comedians, but I don't think any of us would ever like not 
go to bat for any of us. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I agree with that. Everybody loves each other, but there's definitely some people that I'm like, I'm going to just stay baseline weird around you. Because yeah. <laughs> not, not even necessarily because I don't think they can handle it, but I'm like, I don't want to bother you any more than I probably already am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get, like, I just, I'm, I think I'm pretty much who I am most of the time. Uh, I think around most people. I just, like, say weird shit, whatever comes to my head. And I'm just always trying to go for a laugh, and that's half the problem with me, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll say whatever weird thing comes to my head if I think it's funny. That's the worst part of being a comedian is, like, you know that, like, 75% of the shit you're saying is absolute not true. Right. But then there are some people who just don't understand that, and you're like, oh, no, I was 100% joking. I, yeah, I tell people all the time at work and stuff, I'm like, oh, unless I'm talking about actual work, take nothing I say seriously. Oh, dude, same. It's like... Like, unless it actually pertains to this specific job, if it's you're talking about about sports i'm probably gonna make up shit to see how much i can get away with <laughs> oh yeah no, no i've straight up talked to people about how like look i'm gonna just like i'm here to get shit done I'm, like if you want to talk to me about policy or whatever the fuck like i'll i'll be straight with you i'm gonna tell you what like what we're doing right what we're doing wrong what i think needs change any other topic no guarantee that i'm being honest with you. right exactly <laughs> <laughs> like, i could be destroying your whole life based off advice i might be giving you right oh now. yeah like i will say shit just for fun for me even if yeah. no one else understands it it's like a joke i'll be like oh 100 this yeah. is only entertaining to me exactly <laughs> dude we were talking about something at work today that was like really fascinating we got on a tangent about like uh technology controlling us yeah or, right or know what we were talking about our skepticism about technology yeah, tracking us or something well it kind of because uh, I, I mentioned that so i have this fucking cell phone and my fingerprint reader stopped working that's what it was yes like and it made me super like it's one of those like weird features on my phone that like i hadn't ever had and i mean, no, that's not even true my other phone had a thumbprint reader okay but this one has a fucking like a little thing on the back okay which and it just out of convenience it was like literally just like i would pull up my phone put my finger in the back boom it's open Super, super simple. Like, okay. I didn't have to push yeah. any buttons. It was literally just, like, super, like, it's ease of access. Right. It stopped working 100%. Like, I, I went into all the programs. Well, they going, got what they needed from you, and then they were yeah. like, and now it's revoked. Well, no, no, they got a year and a half out of a phone with me, and they're like, all right, time to start, you know, intentionally shutting it down with updates so that you buy a new one. And Hmm, all of a sudden, the, your fingerprint shows up at the White House, but you've never been to Washington, D.C. Oh, uh, no, like, <laughs> I don't, like, I don't mind giving up my face print or, like, my fingerprints because it's, like, they have my fingerprints, they have my, they have what I look like, like, they fucking got me, man. No, man, that's why everybody thinks I grew out my hair and, like, grew a beard <laughs> and shit because they're like, oh, Wade's just trying to be wacky and he got lazy. No, nah, man, I grew out my hair and grew a beard because I'm trying to re redo my face and shit. And then that way you can just get rid of all that shit later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I always get an ID. Like I, I just finally got my picture taken with his long hair. Time to cut it all off and go back. Now when I get my ID, they're not. Lo I don't look like that person, but I am that person. But they can't. They don't know that. Oh yeah, no. That's why I always wear glasses until you know when I turn thirty and I finally get my LASIK <laughs> and then I keep my hair real short so that I look and then I completely. Like, I I can't I can't even say that I'd ever go clean shaven. You know, like that's so much fucking oh, dude, work. It's, it's terrible. I haven't had a clean shave face like like no hair on my face. Since uh, eighteen years old, I think, because like I just I just started trimming it every time. Like I just said, fuck it. Yep. So I like I've tried clean shaven every now and again, and I just I'm like this is not a look for me. I like the. F I like to shave. I actually like the like taking a razor and like it's actually doing it. Yeah. Like it's good now and then, but like, fuck. I remember I watched my dad do that every fucking yes. morning. 
Fuck. Well, also, that also speaks to how much more, sh- more testosterone my dad had than me because he could actually grow facial hair and had to shave every morning. Oh, no. Like, my dad, like, my mom always laughs because she's like, your dad can't grow a beard. I don't know where the hell you get this. And I'm yeah. like, I don't fucking know either. Yeah. I'm the only one in my family that can grow a beard with this shit. You got your mom's crotch hair on your I face. I fucking guess, man. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. That was a little. No, it's, a, it's, a, I always <laughs> fucking laugh because my mom's like, oh, you look like, you know, my, uh, you look like your uncle. And no, I, was, I, I thought you were about to say you, <laughs> your mom said you look like your, her badge. No, Jesus. <laughs> that was just, my mom's just low key talking the most amount of shit. All right. Fucking Josh is calling me. Uh, no, like she was like, "Oh, you look like you're oh, you're saying you what should you're stop saying. telling me that, mom." Yeah, like that's kind of weird. Stop planting these weird seeds in my head. But yeah, it's well. It's also I know you were trying to say you, he planted seeds from his head, <laughs> you, but goddamn, woman. What's also kind of funny though, because like I, it always kind of weirded me out at first, but then like uh, my sister had a kid, and dead ass, her kid looks almost like picture perfect, the same as I did when I was that kid. That's age. weird. It's so fucking funny, and like. I love my sister. Don't get me wrong, Courtney. If you ever hear this, I do love you. But I think we both understand we're not exactly like you know we like we're not we don't like I don't like me and my sister have this like this understanding of like we're completely different people. We love each other. We just like we don't really have a reason to keep in contact because like we don't like we're not at all on the same level. You know, she like she has two kids and a husband and like the house with the picket fence. Like she has that life going for it and she enjoys that. I have this whole alternative shit that like you know she doesn't do. And I respect that. Like, we have this mutual understanding. Yeah. You just have two different existences. But we've kind of had this understanding, like, all right, like, you know, like, we don't necessarily dislike each other, but, like, we're not friends, right. so to speak. But there's that part of me that, because of that, when I see her kid that looks almost exactly like me, I'm just like, God damn, that is so fucking funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, every day. She's You're like, always stuck with me. <laughs> no matter what, we're fucking tight for life yeah. but that being said like i'm like we, we're so good for like how much we're different which is weird like me and my sister have straight up so little in common that it's actually kind of like i mean like i said we we don't dislike each other like we get along fine every time we hang out like there's no discontent it's just, right well like you grew up in a house together for so long it's almost like impossible like you just learned to like deal with who each other are uh, no, for know, that long of a period of time you're just kind of forced like, to do that i know people who like hate their siblings or like no so much and like well yeah you either give into like okay i just have to accept this person is that's it's like that's the literal definition of tolerance and intolerance like you oh yeah you tolerate like that person how they do their thing and or you choose to not and you hate them and then you try to just shun them from your life that's literally the two definitions in like a home environment oh yeah no like we're just chill as fuck like we, like, she came to one of my comedy shows one time, like, with her, with my brother-in-law, and, like, they enjoyed that. Like, we get along, like... That's good. Great every time that we hang out. We just, like... We've understood that, like, our lives are nothing alike. We have, you know, like, what am I gonna fucking do? Like, go hang out with them and their kid? Like, no, I'm gonna fucking go out and get hammered. There you go. Like, that's what I'm doing with my Friday night, like... Yeah. And they're not going to do that because, like, you know, my sister's super responsible. Her husband's super responsible. They're going to watch their fucking kid that they made. <laughs> Just out here, we're gonna go do our taxes. <laughs> exactly. No, like they're super responsible. Meanwhile, people. Matt's like, how can I get out of taxes? Oh, dude, <laughs> I, I literally pay my taxes early every year. Yeah, I hate that shit. Not this. I don't like hate. I hate like if if there's something that I have to do, I want it done right now. Right, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. I just had some news dropped on me, and I have to figure out some shit to get done in the <laughs> next like, like month or two. Damn it. And I'm like, uh, okay, I gotta get this done now. And I spent like half of my work day today trying to figure that out rather than working. Oh, dude, that's the shit that I go through with Josh, and that's why I've just kind of like, 
let Josh handle shit and then just charge a bill to me is basically how Werewolf works. Right. It's like Josh is like, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and it's going to cost this much. And I'm like, tight. You handle that shit right. and I will throw money at you. Like, let's do this shit. Like, I'll happily help run shit. But, like, the fact that he handles basically 90% of Beowulf's like, actual planning and shit, I'm like, tight. The fact that you're doing that is... And it, it drove me nuts at first, right? Because I was like, I know, I need, to, I need to do this, I need to do this, and and I eventually, I was just like, he needs to do that. I'm gonna let him do that because I like I understand his perspective of like he's just gonna get that shit done, and I'm only gonna get in the way, right? So, yeah, you figured out the dynamic and how it works the best. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's fucking me and Josh have got our shit handled for as much as like we seem disorganized, and we kind of are. I'll be fucking fully honest, but like we're like. We get a surprising amount of shit done. No, you do well, man. You guys are kicking ass. It's great. It's so weird. It's g- genuinely baffling at yeah. some points. Sometimes it's weird. It's weird to like, uh, like realize you're actually doing something. Oh yeah. I was talking to my uh, girlfriend about that the other day because I was like, I went and added uh, a tick mark for like my, my spot because uh, I want to do thirty spots this year. Um, oh shit! And, like, yeah. As far as be on thirty different shows, and uh, I'm at like thirteen already for the year. Are and you counting the tour? Yeah, I counted that all that. Yeah, because that's those are all different spots. So. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, it's weird because like, and uh, like, I've set goals for myself every year. And this is before I even started doing comedy. I just always set goals of things I want to get done. Yep. And it's always like weird, and I haven't done that yet with like 2018. But I went back through last night and like read what I did for 2018. I was like, I fucking got a lot of shit done in 2018. Like, wasn't that? So it's nice to know that it is a. I'm stepping towards the right direction. And I have to have those. Some people. I, I admire them where they're just like, oh, like, I want to do this, but then they don't do, like, they don't set out steps or whatever. Yep. They just go and do it, and somehow, like, oh, they are now they're the fucking World Series champion. And you're like, I, they just fucking said they were going to do it, and now they did it, and they, you know, and it's like, uh, so I admire people who just go out and can get it done and don't need the, but I need the little increments, like a reward, like, okay, I did hit this. That's one step closer to the next thing yep. I need to do now. And so I need that. I'm like, have, I'm like a weird interim between that because, I mean, stage performance and just performance in general has been a like childhood goal for me like it was always one of those things like i'm like i knew like i'm gonna do it like that's just what i'm gonna do that's my job like that's that's where i'm gonna end up like where i I had no idea like literally like dreams of like being a performer like it wasn't it was never even like the fame it was always like i'm gonna perform that was my life goal and then now i'm here and i'm like doing that shit so that's where like the like i'm just gonna go do that shit aspect comes in but then I'm getting to the point where I'm like, all right, now I'm actually looking at it as a craft and a skill and a business. And right. I'm like, all right, like I've done this, 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 and this. That's good. I have those things handled. What's next? Where can I go? And like, even if I, because there were some, there were some goals that I set last year that I like, I was working towards, didn't hit them. But right. I was like, at least I, like a lot of people will set goals and let failure of those goals be like, oh man, like I can't believe I fucked up. But it's like, for me, it's, it's if I can hit parts of those goals if, even if I don't hit him, I'm like, all right, I didn't hit that. That sucks. Uh, here's what I can learn from that. Here's how here's how far I got. Like, here's what you did right. Whereas, like, I don't like I've I've never let failure really hit. No, me. dude. Like, and that that's where like uh, that's where I think you see a lot of people who do want they want to do. There's so many people want to do stuff, 
Uh, but like they can't handle failure. Hey, handling failure is a fucking skill in itself. Oh, absolutely. And it's tough, dude. It's it's tough to handle. And I, I like I fucking hate it. Everybody hates it. Nobody likes failure. If you do, you're. Uh, I don't know. I I'd like to meet that person because I'd like to know <laughs> what their fucking, fucking love life. Failing. Just, uh, just in a fucking gutter in a box. I'm fucking failing down to oh, the gutter, geez. man. I fucking love I'm it. Living my dream. I'm fucking in this shit. Yeah. I'm in the shit literally. Hell yeah. Um, but like. Um, it's important and you learn more from failure than you do like anything. Yes. Like in the, in the, like, uh, it's funny cause like <sighs> everybody has weird mentalities. It's weird as I get, especially as I keep getting older, I keep noticing how weird it is, how people think about things, like how, how they go through life with certain mentalities. And I'm sure I have a bunch of mentalities towards certain things that are completely probably the same way to them. Like they're just like, how the fuck do you think about that way? But, like, I'll never understand, like, um, oh, man, I just literally lost my point. <laughs> um, but, like, I, they're just um, just wallowing in, like, the, the failure of it or yes. um, and just wanting to stay away from that or fear of failure. Like, oh, this is what I was getting towards is um, we, like, people hate when like six super successful people after they become super successful they've hit their goals and they're they're now very successful and they're doing whatever they want to do and like they're they're telling everybody go do it like you can do it i did it you can do it and people hate when successful people tell anybody oh, yeah. they can go do that but and like even though they've explained over and over again like they failed the entire way until they finally got like hit like oh my god i finally did it it was literally a numbers game they just kept doing something until finally something clicked yes and then there they are that's literally how everything happens there's luck but there's also perseverance and skill involved and it's it's frustrating like i when people get so mad though when you're just like like you can't tell everybody to just go do it i'm like what why wouldn't you tell everybody to just go do it that's the whole point yeah no it's 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 fucking ridiculous when people are like i i mean i have talked to so many people in i mean i mean this in the best way like you know i'm not going to talk too much shit but like i'll you know i'll go to lefties you know i won't say every week anymore but like as like almost every week i'm i'm doing i'm hitting at least no matter what I'm hitting one mic a week at the very least. Yeah, same. Like, I would like to hit more, but, like, I always am like, all right, like, because now I'm getting to the point where I don't necessarily feel like I don't need mics, but there, it's the point where it's like, I I know what enough about what I'm doing, how to write what I'm doing, and how to write for myself, that I'm like, this is going to work. Right. I need, I do need to rehearse it, and I need stage time to, you know, tell it correctly, but there's... It's less now, like, I have, like, I, and I, it's going to sound like a huge douche thing, but it's like, there's very little that I write now that I go on stage and go, I don't know if this is going to hit. Oh, really? I had, I think that all the time. Oh, no, like, I mean, like, there's definitely stuff where I'm like, it doesn't hit nearly as hard as I think it would, but I don't think I've gone on stage recently with some news material, said it, and got less than I was anticipating, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I guess... I'm not the oh not that I'm like the greatest Edward comic of all time and I'm not an Edgelord at all but like I love to sometimes try to dip my toe into like the the, the things that I'm like I don't know how people are gonna like this subject oh, yeah. but here we go <laughs> and I yeah. I think it's funny it's 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 fun for me to go in there I I like it's good testing yourself and I I barely know what the fuck I'm doing but like I think about it all the time I actually have gotten to a point now. Whereas if I'm nervous about going on stage to do a joke for the first time, I'm like, this is going to be probably pretty good then. Because, uh, like, I should be a little worried about it. Like, oh, yeah. So. I think that a certain amount of confidence is definitely detrimental comedy. Yeah. Because, like, 
I've definitely gone on stage and been like, this this joke is gonna be a real like you know something you know one of my better ones, and then it gets a mediocre if any response, and I'm like, yep. oh shit, like that was a, like to me a really well crafted objective. Like it's weird when I say objectively because yeah. comedy is like it's super objectively. It's, well, it's super well comedy super subjective. Yeah, but like when it comes to comedy writing, there is a lot of objectively good quality written jokes right like where it's like this has this 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 and this that makes this very like like one of my jokes like it, it was a facebook one so i i don't really right. count it because like it's i i there is some content that i only put on facebook because it's it's you know dumb one-liners and aren't right. gonna go on stage see i'm not good enough at those that's why you don't see me post anything facebook is my it's like i'll post a lot of like you know articles and shit like that but for the most part like facebook is just like these are throwaway one-liners that i'm never gonna just tell let it stage. be known if you follow me on any social media if i post something that's not like a normal scheduled thing where it's like a picture of something with a caption <laughs> or just a caption i thought that shit was so fire and that's why i had to post it because uh, otherwise i'll think of stuff all the time and go that's fucking stupid and just like move on with my day <laughs> uh, no, like that one-liners are like my bread and butter right but, like, yeah you're d- terrific at them i'm terrible at them but like I'm, I'm so bad at stories i have one story and it's only funny because of what happened oh that's so great yeah i'm um, that was yeah that and but the problem with me with me and stories is like i'm fine lying with like one-liners because to me like a one-liner is a joke it doesn't matter if it's true when it comes to a story it's hard for me to be like i can just lie oh yeah i, yeah. I lie all the time you know most of the stories i tell are completely fucking fabricated. well yeah but like <laughs> but that's the thing is like that's a the storytelling in that aspect to me has never been like where I'm like comfortable making stuff up because like I like like I love to be grandiose. I love to be really strange. I love to be so fucking outside of the box and people are like, how like of course this isn't true. Like he's right. Like, it's the absurdity of this makes this completely untrue. Right. So with me in storytelling, like when I bring it back down to a what I would call normal level, like my normal life, nothing in my normal life is really that funny. But if I'm gonna tell a story, it's gonna be too unbelievable. So that's why mm. story comedy to me is like, I can't do it because if I'm going to tell a story, it's going to be the most buck wild shit. Right. See, I like taking, uh, yeah, I just take like things that have definitely happened to me, but then I explain them in a fucking strange way. Right. That's what I love to do. I love taking like, I don't, I just like take like, there's a joke I have to tell you off air that I'm thinking about trying. Hell yeah. That it takes a giant leap that you're going to be like what like it does it makes it like it's almost like how in the fuck can you even connect those two ideas and then threading it back and then i'm gonna thread it back together that's dude that's a super good way to do stories is because a and it's not a story it's it's about a a certain thing in the world but it's like these two concepts that i'm combining you're gonna go those have no business being together well i mean when i say like to me story comedy isn't necessarily like a story that this happened to me in x y and z story comedy to me is like i guess story in long form you mean almost explanation comedy yeah like it i would say like that's almost a better way to explain it call it yeah explain explanation comedy (laughs) like uh like long i guess yeah long form but yeah I th- I think it's it, that aspect of like putting like here's this aspect here's this other aspect and people are like what the fuck like what like what would you have ever tied these and then slowly putting in little pinholes so people are like all right I'm starting to see it and then fucking putting in that thread and you're like oh my god like of course this would go together right yeah I I think the thing I'm enjoying a lot about comedy right now um being that I'm hitting like the three year mark is like um going back through. And, like, finding jokes that, like, little one-off jokes 
like they were either just like one little thing I said in a sentence, and that sentence is funny, and then finding them in to place them in longer form bits that work better. That's been so much fun lately. Is going like because I'm trying really hard to actually create bits now, like uh, longer structured things and linking things together and trying to like make it so it's like okay, I can do this is five minutes along the same subject matter and I, or whatever just something like that and it's fun to just find like just going through like random uh um just recordings i have of myself now and finding those and intertwining them now into like that because it's like oh that worked on itself but it's like it sucks as like it work it works way better now that it's part of this it's like it was yep. one ingredient of a soup and it's like by itself that fucking thing i guess it tasted okay but if you add it to the soup it fucking makes the soup just go bam yeah it's like fucking it's like a carrot. emerald up in this bitch with jokes bam bow but no one of my things that i'm also noticing lately is like just like, two, like i'm a little over two years like not really in the in the scheme of comedy like when people are like oh i've been doing it for two years that's a long time and i'm like no, no it's not like, every time anybody i hear who says like they've been doing like how long have you been doing oh like six years and they go how long have you been doing i always say not long enough yeah. I, I tell everybody that like most of the time like how long have you been doing not long enough yeah like I would say that I'm good for a two-year comic. That's the way that I would put it. I would say I'm okay for a three-year comic. Like I don't find I, but I also hate myself on multiple levels and just yeah. want to make sure I'm doing better and better. I can't stay stagnant. Uh, I actually have these like things. I'm such a dork, dude. So as you know, I have a trapper keeper. I keep all my fucking jokes right. in, um, and then I also on my background have like some sayings that I like to read to myself all the time. This is one I love too. Is uh, you need the confidence to do and the insecurity to improve. Yes, absolutely. And I fucking love that saying. I was like, dude, that's fucking yeah. That's what you have to be most of the time. Now, I have this like weird balance of like, I like, I have a. Uh, By the like, way, this cut podcast not been funny so far. <laughs> no, I mean, the Grove is not. The Grove is not meant to necessarily be funny. It's more interesting. I know. I'm just fucking the, around. The, the, no, but like, my thing is. When I look at uh, myself as a like creator, like I have to tell myself, like, not necessarily that like I'm the best, but there is that part of me that's like, like because I've been you know do, you gotta have the swag, yeah, like, and I have to, I have to write with that aspect and that confidence of like I like just just in just to get myself to do it, like, oh I know that's gonna work, and if it doesn't, I just don't give a shit. That's kind of my thing is like I go up there with the confidence of like. I have the biggest dick. I know I'm going to fucking slay. My five minutes are going to be better than everyone else's five minutes. And if they're not, I get off stage and I go, I don't give a shit that I wasn't the best. Right. Like, I go up there like I'm the best and get off stage. You go up there like you're doing it for you. Yeah. And that's because that's it's kind of what it comes down to is I, I've this is something that I've wanted to do my whole fucking life. Right. And I'm like, I don't care if anyone fucking likes me. I mean, obviously, I mean. Uh, yes, I do. I do care if people like me right. from a perspective of, oh, I would very much like to continue doing this. But I'm not going to write stuff for people. No, and that's the where I think – and that that's where I th- think a lot of people start out thinking that. But then, like, I don't know what happens. Like, I think some people just get tricked in this mindset where they don't want to – where they start writing to just please the audience. They want the last – Some people do that. I yeah. don't know. Like, I, I and I don't say – I can't think I know anybody personally, but you can kind of see that sometimes – in like certain forms of writing and i get it you are writing to the audience after all i mean you are trying to please them yes if they're paying for the product but um at the same time you hope that they're paying for the product that you've been putting out and they appreciate that 
it's like you know it's it's like any kind of business like mountain dew makes mountain dew because it fucking people like mountain dew yeah and they're like we're not gonna fuck with it we're just yeah. gonna keep we're if gonna change the shit yeah and that's and you're making it to please the people but if they changed it remember when they fucking first started making new flavors of mountain dew and people were pissed yeah well and then there's also the people that it's like oh like i like mountain dew i'm gonna drink this cherry mountain dew only because it's mountain dew by the way i think mountain dew is a fucking like chemical that you should not be putting in your body oh, I'll give you a story why. Oh, yeah. It's fucking so, not good for you, but it's very cheap. Yeah, uh, so, uh, Jeff, or Jeff Dye. I've been, I, I've been listening to the Jeff Die a lot. I was with Judge Die, though. Right. <laughs> Hang out with Judge Die and Sam Hershock. We're going to the open mic, like always. And uh, Judge Die had a Mountain Dew with him uh, when we got in the car. He drank about half of it, and he sealed it up and left it in my car. That thing sat in there for a week in my car. And he got back in the car uh, the week later, going back to the open mic. And he's like, oh, man. And I was like, Judge, you left your Mountain Dew here. He's like, oh, really? Sweet, man. <laughs> and he opened it, and it still had a fizz to it. Jesus. And then we were like, damn, dude. Like, I wouldn't drink that. And he's like, what do you mean? It still has fizz. It's good. And he drank it, put the lid on it, left it again. <laughs> Two weeks after the original left, uh, he, we, we come back, go to the open mic. Judge is like, oh, I left this Mountain Dew here again. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, if it has fizz again, I would definitely not drink that because Mountain Dew is poison. <laughs> and then he opened it. <laughs> it still had fucking fizz, dude. Mountain, it, like, that should not happen. It should not be able to sit in a hot car for three fucking weeks and still have fizz. Dude, it's amazing what goddamn preserve. Like, I think that I'm going to live forever because <laughs> I've only eaten preservatives my whole life. You just have, it's like fucking insulation foam in your fucking body. Dude, basically, like, you've mummified your in <laughs> your insides with fucking preservatives. Fucking doctors are going to look inside of me and be like, dude, all of you is made of plastic. How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> You're a goddamn android. Have you been on the whale diet? <laughs> yes. Jesus, eating plastic. Well, that was what fucking blew my mind when I got my physical. My doctor was like, you're really healthy. And I was like, are you fucking sure? Yeah. <laughs> I eat like shit and I weigh 140 pounds. Dude, I, 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 every time I go to the doctor, and it's not like I smoke cigarettes that often, but I smoke them all enough that like when I go every time. I, I smoke enough to where I feel still like a small enough amount where I still tell my doctor I've just been smoking cigars. Yep, same. <laughs> like, because that's truly what it is. Like, I smoke probably about that much. That yeah. It still evens out if I did it. Like, like a one a day, if that, for me. Yeah, so I don't, not even that for me. Like, it's very sporadic. I'm trying to actually quit all together. <laughs> I'm still telling that. But then, like, I'm always waiting for them to be like, yeah, your fucking lung pressure is just, like, not working. But they're always like, yeah, your blood pressure's fucking right on point. You're, like, actually, your sitting heart rate is, like, lower than like normal it sits at like an athlete level and i'm just like uh okay i know i work out all the time but uh that should not be it still oh yeah dude fucking my, my doctor was like oh yeah you got you know this 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 like you're in really good health and also you're, like, you're really muscular and flexible and i was <laughs> like what the fuck yeah your doctor's a liar <laughs> you need to get a new doctor bro <laughs> i mean i i can see what he means though like i i'm like I'm muscular. Yeah. I just don't have big muscles. No, you're, yeah, you're toned is what they like to yeah. call it. Yeah, and, like, I am, like, genuinely, like, <laughs> I'm kind of flexible because like, he was like, all right, well, can you, like, try to bend over and touch your toes for me? And then, I like, I put my palms on the floor because, right. like, I'm, I am, like, kind of yeah. flexible. Like, I can bend over and put my palms down. And he was like, oh, that's actually, like, really impressive. And I'm like, that's just my i stretch yeah. like because my back hurts all the time seriously i got into yoga not too long ago for that reason 
Yeah, I dude, like I like I wouldn't even necessarily call what I do yoga, but like you do at least stretches though. I'll do yeah. like daily. Like I'll get off work and I'll fucking you know stretch my arms out. I'll fucking lift, like even just lifting my arms above my head, putting them all the way. Like like just something to yeah. like so even little bits. Like if I can stretch out for like ten minutes a day. I feel fucking great afterwards. Yeah. See, I got bitch hips because of baseball. And, yeah. uh, Dude, same. So, um, because so. Well, like, you, I guess you're a catcher. Yeah. So, your so shit was my different. fucking hips are. F- I think I always thought my knees were gonna be fucked. I think my hips got uh, got the worst of it. Is what's ended up happening. My thing is like. And uh, but I, got, uh, go I was just gonna say, all I do is like I found these fucking stretches that I do for the like because my lower back always fucking hurt. I'm like, why is my lower back always tight, always sore? Well, I realized, uh, hey, dumbass, you know every muscle in your body is connected to itself? Um, if you stretch your fucking hips, it'll probably loosen up your back, and that's what it was. Like, yep. if I stretch my hips out, it now loosens up my back, and I feel fucking good. Also, like... Also, sit up straight, you fucking slouch. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking... Just, not you. I'm talking about me. So. I'm, but I am, like, I am like buried in this oh, fucking dude. chair. It's, you're not... We're not meant to sit in office chairs all fucking no, day. No, I'm so glad I got that little ergonomic thing. Makes me so fucking happy. That's pretty cool. But yeah, no, like... I realize that, like, my right leg is kind of fucked up because I'm a lefty batter. So I would throw my fucking right leg out for, you know, momentum. And I just, you do that a million fucking times, your knee is like, hey, we're not meant to fucking do that. I don't have a connective fucking ligament on the le- on the right side of my right leg. It's just gone. Like, if you were to fucking, nah. like, like I, I, I might be able to show you, but, like, if you fucking look here, like, I've got that looks, like, taut and whatever. I fucking pull this. It's, like, in. It's not where it's supposed to be fucking connected. I don't know if your microphone will pick this up, but your fucking shoulder, your shoulder crack. It's not picking it up. But my my shoulder, I'm sure you can hear it. Yep. That's I'm pretty sure from follow through in baseball, like just like letting the bat whip around. I don't know if it. Oh, do that. Yep. I got yeah. that too. My That's fucking skateboarding ankle. though. <laughs> oh yeah, my fucking ankle just just is destroyed. Like my entire like legitimately. Also, my 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 right shoulder sits farther. Like it doesn't sit in a resting position. It sits like forward, and like if I I have to like literally like contort my fucking body and like push my shoulder back for it to sit at a resting position, because it's done this its whole life. It's sat on a fucking armrest right. with my fucking so my shit. It's fucked up. The fucking well, public like, school system fucked my arm. Well, up. it's like also uh, the like that's like how like archers back in the day. If you find like like archers from like back in the medieval times, their right arms are like fucking gigantic compared to like their their bow holding arm because yep. they had to have so much strength to pull out. So their bone structure is different. Same with like swordsmen because the swords are so heavy and shit that they're like their arm. It's just like weird. Like it's completely shifted the bone structure of these people for doing like the jobs they had. But it's fucking wild too because like there's genuinely things where i'm like man i'm glad that i'm flexible in this way right just because of the things that i do on a routine basis and i'm like oh i just adapted to moving like this yep like when people are like dude you move weird and i'm like dude i move like me right and then i'm like oh shit i just developed a movement pattern that's <laughs> not normal apparently yeah um, what was I gonna say to you? I forgot now. Oh, Tommy Morgan Jr. like had a weird flex on me one day. <laughs> uh, when he was like, we were out back at an open mic, and he goes, "Yeah, Wade just l- he's like he's low key jacked." And I was like, "What does that are. mean?" He's like, "You're low key jacked. Like you wear fucking baggy shirts and hoodies so you can hide it, but you're actually fucking jacked." And I'm like, 
mean kind what i don't i, I was like i just didn't know how to take that because i don't know you, you watch enough pro wrestling you're like i'm not jacked and you just walk oh, away that's, <laughs> dude, that's the other thing when people like that's why like me like you understand when like my doctor is like oh you're muscular like yeah. inside i'm like you're fucking joking right yeah but then somebody who like doesn't have muscle tone and like doesn't take care because i do genuinely take care of my body right. as best as i can like i'm not like i'm not a pro athlete i'm not a fucking like but i like i do enough to like keep myself in shape right so that when the minimum of being in shape is considered muscular i'm just like what the fuck are you talking about right well and it's also like how bad is everybody else that's what fucking scares me when he's like oh you're flexible and and muscular and i'm like what right well what pisses me off the only thing i always get mad about when i go to the doctor is when they do the bmi thing yep because i'm technically obese I weigh two fifteen. But you look fine. Like, yeah, no, I'm like he's like no. That, my doctor straight up told me he's like nah, that's a blow to bullshit because it, like that has to do with like your fat content. He's like you're fucking two fifteen, but you have like maybe thir- like forty percent body fat. Oh yeah, like, and yeah, I don't yeah, even. Know, he's just totally ball parking. Like you know, yeah. he doesn't. Know. I don't know what's like a lot of fat content. You don't is. look like you have um, much fat at all. To it's be right honest. in my gut, bro. Dude, my fucking is. This used to be my tricep, and then I just stopped working out, and now it's just fat. I just decided if I'm ever going to send naked pics, I do it in the morning because I have flat stomach in the morning. And I'm Hell like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I can fucking flex, and I get the fucking V shit that people like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I, like, anytime that I would take like a selfie, it would always be at, like right after the gym when you got your fucking like pump on, and you just got fucking like. See, I didn't like that because I like my like from doing like ab workouts. That's when my stomach pops up. Uh, more. It's like as soon as I wake up, I have the flattest fucking stomach in the world. See, I already have a flat stomach. Is my thing. Yeah. Like my thing would Just always. Gotta get you a chest on you, boy, and you'll be fucking set. I used to be like, well, like my problem is I I start like to work out during the summer when it's convenient to go to the gym because you don't have to really like yeah, put well, on like other clothes. And then I'll get, like, a decent chest. I'll get, like, decent mu- – like, you'll see it. I swear to God, this summer, you're yep. going to see me, and I'm going to slowly, like, just Dude, get I, bigger. I could get you a sick-ass workout routine if I got you two kettlebells and a fucking jump rope. I could – I've got fucking – hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah, the 10 pounds. I've got I've – got to get you at least tw- – I think we'll get you a couple 20-pound dum- – or not dumbbells, 20-pound um, – Kettlebells? Kettlebells. No, we I used could to, do some shit. I used to – well, like, well, these, like – I'll do fucking like curls. I'll do presses, and then like I'll take bo- like I'll take my two and I'll put them together, and I'll do kettlebell squats. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, good. like I'll like I will do a full body like. About- it doesn't take that. That's what blows no. my mind. It takes twenty minutes. Like I tell people all the time, I'm like literally like, are you doing anything right now? And they're like, no. I'm like, then do just buy a fifteen pound kettlebell, and you'll be f- twenty minutes a day. Yes, you are gonna improve dramatically if you just do that. And like people like. And drink a shit ton of water. Yes. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Well, the other thing, too, is, like, we have this, like, and when I say, like, unrealistic standards of beauty, I don't mean, like, oh, like, you know, being healthy is unrealistic. I'm saying, like, men are, like, like when, when we think, like, he- healthy, muscular men, we think fucking, like, jacked dudes. Yeah. To me, like, technically, if I were to, like, get a little bit more pump on and, like, get a little bit more muscle mass, I would be a healthy, muscular man. Yeah. Only because, like, I would do, like, in... I would never lift super heavy. Like, I was in super good shape. I would deadlift, like, 200 pounds. Like, and for me, like, that was, like, good. Because I'm fu- I'm 140 fucking pounds. Yeah. Like, physically, I have a very low physical limitations. Because I just... See, but that can be deceiving, though, too. But it's also because you're a little shorter. Like, yeah. I laid 160 in high school. I bet you can't guess how much I deadlift. Fucking 350. I did less than 405. Jesus, God. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I've got a buddy who's, like, he's, like... Five eight, but he'll fucking. I stay. squatted like three ninety five as if as that like one sixty. Nah, like, 
That was a twig though too. I was like, I was six two and a twig. <laughs> fucking yeah, I'm five ten, fucking one forty. Like you can yeah. imagine, like my like my bench was like I would like I would max at like one ten. I don't think I see. I never got benched that well because that's a fucking rig system. Like whenever you saw the people who had the bench records, it's all the fucking short, stocky guys who have their arms. They have fucking <laughs> yeah, they have a foot to go up. Whereas like I have like fucking three legitimate feet in order to go all the way up. Yeah, and that was and. Like I, I got stuck underneath 110 once at the gym. Oh. And I, I was so sad, dude. It that's also like, terrible for your shoulders too. But bar, uh, barbells like uh, yeah. bench is terrible for you. Well, the best part of it was like being stuck under 110 was like, all right, I get, I know for a fact I can just put the goddamn bar on my pecs and chest, not get crushed and lean because it's 110 pounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I knew, it, but like I was about to do that, and some guy was like, whoa, 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 and I'm like, God. I'm fine. Right. But he's like, oh, help me out, bro. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that's better than actually make – you would have felt way more embarrassed having the weight slam the one well, way. Wait, I mean, <laughs> still, but it was still just like, I'm f- like, I'm fine, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to die. Dude, <laughs> like, just take the L, Matt. He guy was trying – you know what? That You know what you did for that guy that day? Sure, you're upset because that – but that guy got to go home and go, babe, never get what happened today at the gym. There's some scrawny little <laughs> dude, you know, in the gym trying to put up 110 – you know what? I admire his struggle. It made me want to lift even harder. But he got almost stuck under that bar. But I saved him, babe. I saved him. I'm gonna. Go, will you make me a cookies and cream milkshake now? Because like I deserve I'm those a carbs today. Lifesaver. <laughs> Dude, I could put 110 pounds on my goddamn neck and be fine. Like, <laughs> I wasn't fucking in any danger, but he helped me out. And then like another, like literally like two days later, because that was my gym schedule. I'm out there fucking trying to deadlift because I'm like, all right, well at least I know like I can deadlift. And this guy comes over and he's like. Take the weight off that fucking bar. I want to see you deadlift because you keep bending your back and you're going to fucking hurt yourself. Yeah. Like, can I just fucking for one day? Well, you're probably, he's 100%. Oh, right. no, he was. But there was a part of me that was just like, God damn it. Like, like fuck anytime fitness. Everybody there is fucking. He's a trainer. Yeah. yeah. Flexing on me. See, but that's like, why I like Gold's Gym. Nobody, there's just a bunch of meatheads there and nobody know, really knows what they're doing. So they all leave each other alone. But like, that being said, like, he increased my deadlift form like hella. Because nice. I went from like I literally just form alone was stuck at like 170, 180. Mm-hmm. Fucking he like taught me how to like flatten my back and like fucking flex my hips. And that liter- that alone, like I didn't really like within a couple weeks I went from 180 to 200 just from form alone. Oh, uh, dude, if I where, your I don't phone's know. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I have to show you this picture. So my buddy, he's like a straight up like power lifter. This dude's like three five. And uh, or three? Did I say three five? Five he's three. three five. He's three five. <laughs> he's just fucking. He's a he's the, he's yeah. the most powerful dwarf <laughs> on the planet. Just a fucking monster. Kicks he's like Tyr- Tyrion Lannister. If instead of uh, smarts, he had brawn. Just kicked the shit out of people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, where are you at, man? I gotta find this because it's one of the best pictures of all time. So, like, he's super into lifting now, and uh, like, oh, is this the one? Please be the one. Oh yeah. So this is him deadlifting. Like his. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking powerful face, dude. Like, yeah, but he's like fucking yoked now. Like he's put on like. Oh, and he's doing the over under grip. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking champion. He fuck. I think he like he's like I don't remember what he weighs now, but this what he did that four oh five two times. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like I would get to two hundred. But that's the face uh, that actually is on my background when he calls me now. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fuck yes. Dude, all I did, I took a screenshot of that photo, and I sent it to our entire group chat of that friend group. <laughs> and I just I was like, when you're <laughs> when you're lifting in the gym and all this. I wrote a bunch of different, like, diarrhea rhymes. Like, yep. <laughs> like I can't even remember all of them, but I wrote a ton of them. <laughs> Well, that's definitely the diarrhea face. Oh, like, dude, it was so funny. Like, I, I was like, how do you not shit yourself there? <laughs> dude, now that's the other fucking problem. You know, not TMI, but like, I got fucking IBS. I can only go so hard. Right. Whenever you say IBS, whenever you talk to me about it, I always think of, have you ever seen Lady Killers with Tom Hanks? No, I don't think so. Uh, there's a character in there, one, and he has IBS, and like he all, like, he, he, oh, like one point, like every time he'll be like in the middle of making a point, and he's like, mm, IBS. IBS and he just runs off. It's hilarious. That's it's a, literally what it's like, though. Oh yeah, dude, dude I'm sure. It's like, like, dude, when I went on tour with you and I was explaining to you like my problems with I was having with my bowel movements and shit, I was like, maybe I have fucking IBS. Dude, it's, I mean, like, that's the thing is like, there's obvious, there's like, there's varying levels of it, and like, I like, I didn't realize that I'd had because. I didn't realize it wasn't normal to have diarrhea every week. <laughs> like that was just a life thing for me when I like or like it would. It was I like I guess I can't eat cheese anymore. Well, like no, like, would, maybe I'm lactose intolerant. So. Like cheese was always fine, but like it's I'm slowly starting to discover like certain things. Like it, I always like I knew that like peppers and shit like that would like fuck me up, but I'm like that's everybody. Like that's, right. But like when I would explain like the adverse reactions I'd have from certain spicy foods, they were like. Nah, dude, like that's like that's not the shit I have, and yeah. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> or uh, like I'm that's al- not bad, dude. I'm fucking also realizing, and it, I'm I'm hoping that I'm wrong, and I'm hoping it's something else, but I'm slowly starting to realize that it might be garlic is another thing. That, oh, that would suck, dude. I will just garlic's shit. in like everything. I will just shit my pants because I love garlic. You're right. I, like I like if I if if I have to like decide between shitting my pants or being able to eat garlic, I will shit my pants. There you go. <laughs> I, I, like, I love garlic way too much. Like if I, to, I if I can't eat garlic bread, I, like what's the fucking point? Hey, Ma, if you don't put garlic on that bread, I'm going to shit my pants. Anyway. <laughs> I'll shit my pants anyway. I'll shit my pants anyway, Ma. Put the garlic on there. Oh. Ow. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know what that was. But you just turned into James Brown. Ow! I feel good. Matt will shit his pants. <laughs> Ow! Well, He'll like, shit his pants. Well, because like what made me like realize that it might be garlic is like I ate a steak while we were on tour. Uh huh. And like normally, I th- like I've been thinking that I had. Where'd you get a steak? Fucking at uh, Cleveland. In Cleveland? Yeah, you? dude. Oh, because you and Jeremy bailed out when we went. Well, no, there area. was steak at that fucking venue. It was oh, steak. Oh, that's right. That's right. It I didn't get that. I was yeah. all mad about the, what yeah, happened no, at dude, that venue. No, it was venue. steak night. Me and Sam were like, let's just drink beer and smoke cigarettes out on the back patio because we're fucking over this. Nah, dude, I got a steak and a baked potato for eight bucks. Yeah, I should have done shit. that. I was just like, I was over it. I was like, I want to fucking fill myself with cigarettes <laughs> and booze. Well, I, like, but I was like, like, it was eight dollars, and I was like, that I can't pass up a like, I can't pass up a steak and baked potato for eight bucks. Right. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat the steak, and if it fucks up my stomach. I'm going back to the hotel room anyway. Like, oh, uh, is that why you really wanted to go back to the hotel? Well, but yeah, <laughs> mostly because I was like, it, like, it didn't hit me yet, but there was that part of me that was like, you know ju- what's happening, just in case. But it did fuck my stomach up somehow. Your colon shows up like fucking Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars, like as a phantom. Like Matt, use the toilet at the motel. That was use mid- it. But like, weirdly enough, that didn't fuck my stomach up. And then I think back on some of the times that I've eaten steak and my stomach did get fucked up. And I'm thinking, oh shit, there was garlic butter on that. 
I think you just need to eat a clove of garlic and see what the fuck happens. I just fucking, oh, God, it's garlic. <laughs> it turns out it's like a fucking, like, a cyanide pill well, for also, you. Also, <laughs> like, like, I'll eat Chinese food and fucking, that'll fuck my stomach up. And Chinese food has a shit ton of garlic in it. Does it? Most of it? I have no idea. Well, the, the shit that I would eat. Oh, okay. Like, you. a lot of it. Or, like, that and butter. Or, like, I'll go, dude, I don't know what the fuck it is. Because that's what fucking makes me think it might be garlic. Is like, I'll go eat hibachi at fucking, uh, what is it? Oh, there's a place in Taki in mm-hmm. um whatever fucking whatever part of Des Moines that is right yeah there's a they oh we'll get you uh, know that place next to yeah. the spot next yeah. to the thing you know whether they got the thing yeah yeah, yeah they have a they have fucking um hibachi so I'll fucking eat hibachi because it's fucking delicious but every single time I've eaten hibachi it's fucked my stomach up but they use garlic peanut butter oh interesting so I'm wondering if that's what it might be because then I eat other fried rices and that fucks my stomach up too, and that probably has some sort of like garlic butter in it. Maybe I have no idea. I don't know shit about food, bro. Oh no, food is. So my roommate's a super huge fucking foodie, and he teaches me like all the things that he know. Mm. I bro science everything in my life. I find people who know what the fuck they're talking about. I take the pieces that I think are cool and try to apply them to what I know. Yeah. Uh, you want to know what I did? That was my master cut cutlery that I did the other day. I took a crock pot, put chicken broth in it put two chicken breasts in it and just let it sit in there for Ooh, all day right then i came home or on the way home i bought packs of chicken ramen oh, made the ramen shit. and then i threw the chicken breasts that have been in the broth all day in with that and that's it Hell yeah. <laughs> i was like i'm fans i made ramen soup this with is actual the- chicken i'm a fucking chef <laughs> dude if you want to know a fucking per- like one of my favorite goddamn crock pot meals is you take uh like eye of round steak that super tough cut yeah you throw that in with some beef gravy and cream of mushroom soup oh dude yes i know exactly what you're and fucking you, talking about yeah dude and you just let that simmer all fucking day and then you fucking make some goddamn mashed potatoes holy my favorite shit uh i don't see okay i realized the other day i don't like this as much in the crock pot but like I would do a thing. I like using cream and mushroom to make gravy. Oh it's yeah, it's the best it's, to do. It, no, no, one hundred percent. I'm with you on that shit. So like, what I one of my favorite meals to do is you get like uh, either like pork tips or beef tips, Ooh, right? Yes. And you cut them up in the smaller pieces. Normally it's too big, like you cut them yeah, down a little bit. How about half and half? And then you fucking oil up a pan and you fucking get just, them nice and yeah, cooked. Yeah, seared them a little bit. And then you fucking dump two cans of cream and mushroom, let it gravy up, and then you get white rice and you put it on top Ooh, of it. Dude, it is baby. the fucking best. Oh, dude. It's the fucking best. I tried to make it in my crock pot, but it didn't... I realized what the problem, why I didn't like it as much. The, the, it doesn't uh, the, cook the same. Well, the meat didn't have the sear, and that's what I was missing. Yes. Now, if I cooked it all day in the crock pot and then seared it and then did it, and also the gravy from the cream and mushroom didn't, like, brown up like you didn't yep. get soak up the grease and stuff so that it, it changed up completely the dynamic of that's what i liked in the food that's what i deal with with the same like with the, when i put the round stick in because like normally like when i used to like my parents used to make it like yeah. that was my fit like that was always the shit that i asked for like for my birthday dinner like it was always like fucking please make the goddamn like we didn't like i don't even i never knew what to call it because like, it's not like i would just say make the meat and gravy because so, right. like, i didn't know how else like what the fuck else it is my mom just called it beef tips over rice that's yeah. what she used to but see that. like at least that's like a way to ask for it like i was right. just like can you make the thing with the you know gravy right fucking i don't know what the hell you call it but yeah like adding that sear just changes it because i mean and it's still so good like i don't right. get me wrong like, I'll, like just out of ease i'll throw in the crock pot and make that shit but right. still my best crock pot cheat that i've learned and uh, i learned it from my roommate is oh, I, I think we talked about this last time on the, the podcast you take the sauerkraut yeah. you put that on the top 
fuck, I don't even like sauerkraut, but that changes the fucking game. Yeah, I need to try that still. No, well, it's 100% like... One of my favorite things I love to... It, like, I'm, I feel like I'm such a dad sometimes. Like, I fantasize about weird things sometimes, like about like being a homeowner and like mowing making my grass. Your, making and, your own food. And, yeah, and like yep. fucking grilling out on the back and like... I've been a white t-shirt. I basically think about being Hank Hill a lot. That's what I think about a lot. My Dude, it's sad that, like, <laughs> the worst part is we don't even know anybody who, like, is at that point in their life. Everybody ca- tells me I'm pretty much at that point the way I act, but that's cool. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, you you would definitely be, like, grill dad. For sure. <laughs> but, like, I but I want that just because I want to make beer can chicken. <gasps> Fuck, I fucking so love good, beer can chicken, Oh, dude. Jesus. Oh, so good. Yeah, most of my, so ha- like basically all of my dad's family lives in Texas. So my dad learns all the fucking Texas goddamn Hell grilling. Yeah, dude. That's how my family my, okay, so my mom's from Texas originally. Um sister still lives there. She married my uncle Timmy who's from Louisiana. So he mixes up Louisiana Ooh. barbecue with Texas barbecue, oh, dude. Fuck. Dude, it is some That's shit. You need to invite me to your goddamn barbecue. Dude, and he's one of those dudes. He fucking made his own smoker out of one of those old fucking propane tanks. Oh, this dude doesn't fuck around. Like, it's legit redneck shit. It's fucking great, though. Oh, dude. Fucking redneck cooking is the best goddamn it's a dude who It's a dude who's worked on diesel trucks his whole life, so you know he knows how to barbecue. Yep. Like, this dude's the fucking man. I love Uncle Timmy. Shout out to Uncle Timmy. Hell yeah. Give dude. him a two and to- 202 and Coke. That's what he calls a, a tur- Wild Turkey 101 oh, in Coke. He calls it a 202 and Coke. Jesus. Because he wants two shots. <laughs> fucking getting lit dude he's the fucking man dude i'm gonna like i'm i'm pissed because like no one in my like my brother isn't really into hunting and fishing my brother-in-law dude, i love his, hunting and fishing i dude. love fishing hunting to me is like it's you have to wake up too early and then like i i never really learned how to skin things what, what you do and see and that's where your problem is yeah you're hunting the wrong thing so you got to do the lazy hunting like i did which is duck hunting it's the shit because here's what's the best part about duck hunting i've been trying to write a bit about this for a long time the best part about duck hunting isn't the fact that you get to kill something or and make jerky out of it. You fuck all all day in a duck blind. You sit in a fucking clubhouse you built with your friends you on drunk. a lake and you just sit there and bullshit. Oh yeah, it's a literally a no girls allowed club. Like that, oh, yeah, no, men see, that men built themselves on a pond. I can fuck with duck hunting, but like my uh, everyone in my family was beer, big deer hunters. That, yeah, that's our like that's our. That's kind of our family like thing. It's like no one in our like my uncle like hunts like duck, but like generally speaking, like if if we hunt in our family, it's fucking deer, and like I, I I've gone deer hunting like tur- deer and turkey are like our our two big things, so like I've like again like I've we've I've, t- I've always talked about how like every Christmas there's always fucking deer, right? Because like that's the shit I grew up with, but. I don't know how to skin a fucking deer. My brother doesn't know how to skin a fucking deer. I don't know if my brother-in-law knows Dude, how to skin YouTube, a fucking deer. It's called YouTube, bro. There's definitely a tutorial how to right. skin a deer. But now, granted, the guy doing the tutorial might accidentally slip up and use human terms, but just ignore that. <laughs> Here's how to skin a man. I mean a deer. But, like, I'm just... Right like, here we have the hairless North American deer. But, I mean, it's just it's disappointing because, like, my, my dad's a fucking deer hunter. All of his brothers are deer hunters. You know, fucking everyone in my... Like, you know, his brother-in-law, like, everybody in my fucking family, fucking hunters. And then I come out, and I'm like, God damn it, like, I'm never going to be able to carry on this tradition and give my nephews dope-ass deer meat. Right. Well, you could. You just have to learn. It's literally just learning. Well, also, Des Moines is, like, not the place you want to fucking be. Yeah, well, no, no, no places. Like, you, like the nah, people, I mean, that's what's hilarious about, like, when people think about hunters, they think about, like, farmers and shit like that. Like, it, But it's not. Like, a lot of times, hunting, like, if you're doing it right, these fucking super rich people in the city who drive out to well, places like that. that's what I mean. Like, I would, like... 
my dad can literally go. He drives. I don't know, probably twenty five fucking minutes because his, you know, right. He's he's got tags and his friend has private property. He's got that a fucking helps. deer stand out there. My grandpa has fucking property. My dad has a deer stand out, or maybe not anymore, but like he had a deer stand out there. Like we had private property where we could fucking go, or like there's a the Burlington or Burlington, but the um, what is it, the Fort not Fort Madison, Middletown or some shit has a uh. A ammunition plant for the military. Oh, okay. And they have this huge fucking expanse of land, and they have a raffle, which like you you know you enter a raffle to try to get like certain tags for certain. So like my dad usually tries to get deer, and like the less that you apply for, the more likely you are to get it. Is the way that it works. And there's some monster fucking deer on this land. So like he's got a bunch of fucking places, all within no more than like a thirty minute drive. Right. I don't know anywhere within a thirty minute drive at Des Moines that I can even shoot a gun. Oh, there's plenty of places. I'm sure there are, but it's like it's it's that ease of access compared you're right. to like where like I get what you're saying. Like yeah. that's how like my grandpa we had a hunting spot that was on a farmer's place, uh that was a pond down by off yeah. the cornfield. Oh, in, the, in the pond you and, can just go fucking fish. Yeah, in like but this yeah, my grandpa made a deal with his farmer and he would just give him duck meat or whatever he shot a couple times uh, every year and like that was the like, kind of the deal with it and um yeah, but it's it's not that hard to like. If you want to get into it, you got to get into it. But it's like one of those deep rabbit holes that you start going deep down. I mean, like, Excuse that's uh, for me. I'd love to get back to that point. I haven't hunted in like, fuck, probably ten, eleven years, which sucks because yeah, I love kinda. it. It's it's so fun. Um, and everybody's like, oh, it's fun to kill things. No, it's fun. It well, it is. It's fun shooting <laughs> guns and shit. Oh no, dude, uh, I fucking like shooting guns. Is and tell you incredible. what, an orange soda with duck jerky is the best fucking snack you'll ever have, and I'll fight you all to the death. I don't know, <laughs> man. I think you know me. Fucking Coca Cola and some deer jerky. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I love Coke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like it's so delicious and like, uh, but and it's just fun. Like, I also look back on it very fondly because it was like that. I, that was time I got to spend with my grandpa and my dad. Yeah. Just sitting in a blind together that's well, why i think it's so much fun and it's important like you need those kind of things oh yeah no like that's like anytime i went hunting with my dad we never got anything but that wasn't the that wasn't why we went no it was because you know we just we sat together and we were quiet together and we just spent time together yeah. we didn't have to say shit yeah that's the crazy thing is people are like oh you talking the whole night no a lot of times we just sat there in and silence think it's good yeah like it's it's you would be surprised how like be, like being alone and in your thoughts is is all right like it, but when you're alone and you're in your own head, you can you you can. I almost go. think I'm so thankful too that we didn't have I didn't have like cell phones as a kid. Oh like yes, that. like I wouldn't have done that. I would have tried to be like, can I be on my phone right now? Yeah, or, like, or it, like one of the worst things ever. Do you have spots where you like actually do turn off your phone from listening to stuff? It de- I think it really just depends. Like, I have like three spots where I do it. Yeah, I, I don't really. I don't know. Like I'm not necess- like I'm so on my phone, but not necessarily even just to be like, like, I'll avoid social media at certain points. Like, but I have a lot of online friends that I've met or that I've spoken to, right? Um, that I've known since I was like 16 years old. Like I've known these people for 10 years. Like they are as much as of my friend as you are to me. Like right. I've known these people for a long time. They're they're important to me. So I keep my phone on to me just because like that's our way of communicating. Is like I don't need to see- I don't need to talk to you every day because I see you in person a few times a week and right. that's, that's an equivalent exchange rate there's just people that live you know i got friends that live in florida atlanta everywhere right if i don't talk to them at least you know even just check in like once a day it, you know it, that that connection gets so tenuous right 
So, like, I keep my phone on me pretty much all the time because, you know, I never know when I might just, you know, I might feel the urge to, you know, just I'll shoot them a meme or they might shoot me something. Just that little piece of connection. And if I don't have that, like, it's not that, like, we'll be like, oh, well, we're not going to be friends if we don't talk. It's just I like that. little Like, I like to keep in contact with people like that just on the you know on the that makes sense though but there's like a purpose to that then yeah it's not like it's it's not just like oh it's not mindlessly needing to resub and like i'll and like i'll like i'll sit without my like i'm finally uh, like able i mean i I grew up fucking like i grew up like you like we didn't we didn't grow up with cell phones so i I know how to entertain myself plus i'm a comedian i live in my fucking head right i guess my thing is is i need time to myself all the time like i need that and like usually like as much as people say, well, you're by, at your home by yourself. Well, yeah, but you're not. No. You're, you're looking at social media. You're watching what other people do. So, like, there's a few places. Like, I, when I go golfing, I turn my phone off. That's so a good I'm way to do it. walking out there, and I'm just by myself. It's on me in case I need it, but right, it's right, not right. there. Um, the gym, I don't. Right. I actually use an old school iPod instead That's of my That's actually a good way to so, do it. So I don't have it even on me while I'm in the gym. And then, like, there's times where, like, it's dead, so I have to use it. So, but I put it on airplane mode. That way people yep. can't fuck with bother me. Um, and then there is a third spot. There's just times where I will just turn it off when I'm at home. Like, airplane mode, I'm not dealing with anybody. Yeah, and see, and, like, with you, like, 100%, like, yeah, I'd, like, if I didn't have, you know, my online community that I, like, keep in touch with, I would just fuck. But, like, earlier, like, when I was just, like, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say I was waiting for you, but I was like, all right, I have something planned. But, you know, it's not happening yet, so I'm not going to start doing anything. So I, like, I throw in some fucking tunes, and I just kind of, like, bopped around my apartment, had a few drinks. Like, I just was having some fun. And, like, I tossed my phone on my fucking bed, and, like, you know, I fucking bopped around my apartment, you know, fucking, you know. I like to, like, as weird as it is, like, I keep myself in, you know, what I would consider relatively decent cardio shape. I just fucking dance. Like, I can't dance well, but, like, you know, I'll fucking, I'll move my body around, fucking, like, I'll get... I'll move around my apartment, like, and I'll do stuff to keep myself, like, you know, active. And that's, like, that's my quote-unquote cardio. But, I'll, I like, for, th- for something like that, like, I'm, you know, I'm tossing my phone on my bed. Like, I'm checking to see if somebody messaged me, change a song or something. And then I'm off, you know, fucking around, like, just kind of moving about. You know, I had a theory I wanted to throw at you because I thought about this uh, when I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago. And I wanted to bring this up to you because I think this is fascinating because this is an ongoing conversation a lot of people are having, which is kids and technology. Right. Like giving your kids just iPads and shit like that. And I was I'm very been good friends with her for a long time. And she, her daughter was out there running around. And her daughter's out there acting like a dinosaur and like having fun and like running around and stuff like that. And we were just sitting there talking. I asked her about like, is, does she get on iPads and stuff like that though? Like she seems like she walks to run around and at least play outside. And she's like, oh, she loves to play outside and stuff like that. But she gets on her iPad now and then. But she'll be on it for like 20 minutes and throw it down and go run around and start doing other stuff. And I was wondering, you know, there's been all this talk and people are wondering if, if that's so, like, really bad for just to give the kids these screens and start putting them in front of them. I wonder if, like, because it was bad for us because we didn't grow up with them that way, so they were twice as addictive. Right. Whereas now these kids have been exposed to them from a very early age on. Now that's just now it's just, like, another part of life so they can put it down easier. Yeah, I was wondering, like, if there's what you thought about that because I, I – I, ran through the sim- sim- simulation in my head about that and wondering if that was make sense but when it comes to addiction it doesn't seem to make sense i think it, it i mean it, it, it does come down to addiction in a certain aspect of like it's going to affect some people certain more like i can have two or three drinks and be fine right the whole night there are some people who can't stop drinking right so like i grew up in the in the game boy era 
when I was like seven, I got my first Game Boy or something. Like, very. Same. Yeah. I got mine around six. Yeah. So like, or and even from the, like even before that, you know, like I had a TV with a Super Nintendo, and I fucking loved it, and I would play that shit for hours. But I would do that one day. I'd be like, I'm gonna play Nintendo all day. But then the next day, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go to my best friend's house who lived across the street, and we're going to go fucking play Power Rangers outside together. Like, right. we're going to do shit outside. Like, it was intermingled in a certain way of, like, I can do this. I have access to this. I'm going to do it when I want to do it, but I don't need to do it. So I think that it's it, – it's and some, I guess smartphones and, and tablets and that sort of interface now is slightly different because, I mean, fucking social media is literally chemically addictive. Right. Like – Fucking, there was a whole like a thick social media is, and but like people have talked about like the the, and like is I think more or less when they talk about how people just stick like pads in front of their faces to watch stuff, which I think YouTube is a social media. People yeah. don't classify it as one, but it fucking totally yeah, is. Yeah, there's comments and everything. Yeah, it's a you build an entire platform. Like people are like, these are my followers. Like it, yeah. that's a fucking that's a fucking social media, man. Like, well, there's also so uh, I've got like uh, I've got three nephews i've got one who's eight i've got one who's i think four five something mm-hmm. like that i don't know i don't pay attention <laughs> and then i've got one who's two right the eight-year-old loves his nintendo switch but also loves drawing and being creative and like he has his own personality like he's not like he's just not a you know like he, lo- he i think he's in gymnastics and stuff like he isn't physical like he isn't you know what i would consider a normal eight-year-old kid but also like he has his you know Video games, the same way that, I, you know, I've got, look at my fucking TV. Like, I've got, you no, know, I've got my, you know, screen addiction time as much as he does. Right. But then I've got his younger brother, who's four, who literally can't go to sleep without watching YouTube videos. And then, like, it's different between them, but even though they grew up in the exact, technically the exact same era of, like, they've had the same amount of access to screens, the same amount of access to the same types of technology. Sure, I mean, obviously, like, things have, you know, evolved. Yeah, but, like, there's no, there hasn't been any amazing new technologies in the time yeah. versus and then my two year old nephew just you know like I, I bought him one of those like blit baby toys and mm-hmm. it was like one of and it was so fucking funny. Like it was Christmas time, he got a whole bunch of other shit. I got him this fake fucking tablet. That was the thing he wanted to play with. Yeah, because he's seen his brothers play with it. Well no, this was a kid that uh, didn't have any siblings. Because it's I've oh, got, so okay. I've got my eight year old and four year old, their brothers from my okay. brother and then my two year old nephew is my sister's kid. Okay, gotcha. And he doesn't have any siblings right now. He's still seen his parents do it. And that's though. exactly it. Is I think that for him, it's more like imitating. Yeah. So I think that when people are talking about, oh, kids are going to, you know, only exist in their space, well, it might be the fact that, like, well, their fucking parents are always in their phone. Yep. So I don't, like, it's it's weird to say, like, oh, kids are going to be involved in their screens. I was like, well, if a parent stopped looking at their own phone and interacted with their child. Yeah. They think tra- that's the way maybe they can get to their parents. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a good point. I never thought of, I always forget that that guy yeah, that your parents are also setting an example. Well, I should. I don't forget that, but like when it comes you to never, screen time, it's so weird because like people always say like, "Oh, it's been one of those things that we battled as a society since the beginning of screens." It's like, yep. what are we allowing to get into our children's brains? And it's like, what do you mean what what they're allowing? You're supposed to be allowing like when that goes yeah. when you watch and when you don't watch. It's the it's this weird argument that's always been it's always existed and it just keeps getting more complex. Cuz yes. but you know, I mean look at the fucking, you know, 50s and 60s. Oh my god, this rock and roll, blah blah blah. And then the 60s, oh my god, the you know, the devil grass. Yeah. Fucking Elvis like can you believe that like back in the when that Elvis That was obscene. It, it was for him shaking his hips. People were like, "Oh my, like my grandma loves Elvis." Right. So like 
which is kind of like and it's so fucking funny when i really genuinely think about it my grandma is one of the nicest fucking people i mean she's a grandma like there's right like that's that's kind of an aesthetic because like, i don't think anybody's like my grandma's a fucking bitch but i can name a couple people who think that but okay well, i mean i'm sure there's <laughs> a few but i mean like, generally speaking like grandma and yeah. nice are like so synonymous right but like my grandma loves elvis and like i don't know exactly how much she knows about me but like i'm pretty sure my family is kind of caught on right. to my quote-unquote alternative lifestyle and she treats me the exact same and i think it's because you know she loved elvis so i think she she understands this like the change yeah and not necessarily even accept like i like i think she's a i wouldn't even necessarily accepted it versus you know like just being okay with it which to me is right like, just as good not, not just as good but like it's the same like that's where i think that a lot of people's issues with i don't know where this is taking a weird yeah. shift i'm like, cool with it yeah. i'm following but like i think that when it comes to you know censorship and you know exposing people to certain things like you know, whether or not she's 100%, you know, with me doing what I'm doing. She doesn't give a shit what I'm doing. She's like, all right, you know, I can disagree with you and I can still be the same person because I had my own weird little, like, you know, right, uh, you know, thing that I wasn't supposed to like kind of thing. Right. So with the screen time thing and just the, the censorship argument, because I mean, like, we've censored, you know, music, we've censored video games, now we're going to censor, you know, time. Everybody's going to have this argument of, like, what can we expose our children to? Not necessarily because, oh, like, what are we being shown? But, like, how much work do I have to put in to make sure that they don't see something that I don't want them to? Well, and that's what's also weird is, like, how we've all... We try to live in these weird, like, parameters of, like, this generalization of, like, when when something's okay to finally start talking about or when it's not and uh, when, like, what's okay to be seen. And it's very strange, like... Like, the whole rating, like, the, I just always wonder, because like, the kid thing has always been fascinating me, because it's been harped about on every front of ever, I ever can remember from, like, the nine even from the 90s. Like, that's when, like, parental advisory stickers became yeah, a giant yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember when that happened as a kid. I just remember when all this kind of shit happened, right? And, um, so it's always about that, and it's like, um, like, I was just sitting here thinking about, like, how we use rating system for movies. Like, what do you mean PG-13? Like, oh, a 13-year-old can handle this? Or, like, like, but not uh, not anything under it? But, like, it's on an individual basis, though, still. It's, like, it's weird. Like, I don't get it. It's, like, we try to set in these weird rules. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just really thinking about no, it. We're constantly moving the bar, I think, is kind of what it sounds like. And it's like. good. Like, fucking completely, like, I think, overstepping well, boundaries at the same time. There's some things that happen... I don't know. It's just well, it's. I don't have the answers. I'm a fucking weirdo from Iowa. I don't know shit. We've also moved the bar on like what's acceptable, even within those parameters. Yeah. Like PG thirteen R. Like if you said fuck, in a PG thirteen in a P, like PG thirteen movie, even ten years ago, they'd be like, whoa. But now PG thirteen, you get like one fuck. Really? I I, haven't I think yeah. Like I think you get one fuck. Really? I didn't know that. But you can say shit as much as right. you want. Which it's weird that we're like ranking them, but regardless. If you said fuck 10 years ago in a PG-13, they'd be like, no, it has to be R because you said fuck. Yeah. Or even just like the sexual innuendo. They're getting so callous with it. Right. Because it's like, as they've kind of figured out, like, as long as we don't directly reference what we're talking about, we can be pretty fucking sexual. Right. Oh, and my God. And that goes even all the way down to PG. Oh, yeah, dude. It's crazy back in, like, when you rewatch movies you were as a kid and you're like, whoa, that was in here? Well, even like now, like, I, like, 
I'll fully admit, like, I go to kids' movies every once in a while because, genuinely speaking, like, if it's a big, like, if it's a big budget Disney, like, kids' movie or, like, the fucking Lego movie. Right. Like, they are, they're genuinely good movies. They're right. made for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, you're absolutely so right. So, I watch them because it's like, yeah, like, I want it, like, I saw the first Lego movie, it kicked, like, I'm gonna go see Lego Movie 2. Lego Movie 2 also kicked ass. Oh, I haven't seen the second one. Oh, dude, it's fucking great. I was like, I was very hesitant. I was like, the first one was great. I don't know how I feel about it. It's one. literally just more of the first. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, they literally pick it up exact, like, exactly where the first one leaves off. Interesting. Yeah. Like, there's like, you could literally watch them back to back and it'd be like watching episode one and episode two of a TV show. Gotcha. Like, it's just a continuation. Great fucking movie. Super, like, yeah, really good. But there's also like, I wouldn't necessarily say adult themes, but there are, uh, there are jokes in there where you're, you're like, you're just like, woof. Man, I know that a kid would never pick up on that, but I did. Right. And you're like, how, like. But, like, <laughs> at the same time, you're kind of training kids to start picking up on that. Because all the adults will laugh in the theater. And yeah. then the kids will go, what does that mean? Well, and, and kids will, like, oh, that, that reminds me of my favorite fucking thing. This is an unrelated, well, somewhat unrelated story. All right. I was watching fucking Spider-Man. The, whichever one. Spy- like, Enter the Spider-Verse or whatever. No, no. It was, like, the one even, like, it was a few years ago. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. It was the second one with the, the new guy. The, uh, with Tom Holland. Though? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. No, nah, because that's the new one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, okay, you're talking about the Amazing Spider-Man two. Yes. Okay, that with one. uh Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Yes. Kay. Yes. Yes. Well, no, no, no. It was it was with Tom. Maybe it was the first one. No, it had to be because okay. the second one's coming out now. Like okay, his so first appearance was in Civil War. Okay. It was Tom Holland. So this. So whichever been... first one had Tom Holland, they said okay. There was so that some... was Spider-Man: Homecoming. With uh, when it was the vulture was the that was homecoming. This is this new one is homecoming. No, this is far from home. Oh fuck, you're right. Why the fuck they got to name them the same? <laughs> because of branding, and they wanted to make sure they could use that Spider-Man head as the O in home again. True. <laughs> anyway, so Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, they mentioned like there, there's like a scene where like the kid gets in, caught in the library. He's like, oh, I'm looking at porn. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah. they fucking I don't know. He could He was probably like eight or nine. Kid looks at his dad and goes, "What's porn?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That was my favorite uh, part of the whole movie." Yeah, I would have got up and left the theater. I'm like, "There's nothing that can happen that's as good oh, as yeah. that." <laughs> and that's so I was just like, and then I watched uh, Thor Ragnarok the other yeah. day, and there was some like scene about where they like they're in the like you know the party plane where it's like, "Oh, he uses this for orgies." And oh like, yeah, man, a kid wouldn't know what a fucking orgy is. I know. That's weird. Like it's weird what they sneak in sometimes, man. Oh yeah, but also that that might have been one of my favorite scenes in Thor Ragnarok. Have you watched? Yeah. Thor? Oh yeah, it's good. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. That, that scene kills me every fucking it's time. It's so funny. Thor, honestly, like I'm like uh, Toll always talks about how Thor Ragnarok might be like is like one of the more like one of his favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. I might agree with him. Thor Ragnarok might be one of the best Marvel movies yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Um, man, I don't even know. I thought about this so many times i've honestly like kind of erased not erased them but like get like i don't think about it much anymore because uh uh this is my new thing and i'm sticking to it marvel gets no more of my money 11 years they got it every <laughs> fucking dime of it every movie i went to it's over you're done now marvel you're not gonna watch no you're not gonna watch far from home no you I'm know i won't go pay to see it i'll probably see it at some other time fair. but fair. i'm not i'm not going to theaters anymore see, I'm not doing it i probably i'll go to theaters for other movies but marvel you're done I, I don't know yeah. if we'll do other ones, but Spider-Man is, has been my favorite superhero for my whole life. Oh, I like Spider-Man, too. He's and I'll watch guy. it. I, I, I'm just telling you, just, I will not 
pay any extra money out of my go out of my way to go I see I probably it won't go to any of the other which like, stinks because I probably actually won't ever see any of them anymore because I'll go to Disney's new streaming uh, and you're service. not gonna pay for that shit I ain't gonna pay for that shit no I, even though it's only like seven bucks a month it's not that's that bad, not bad. It, I was looking it up the other day about it that's why I bought my favorite Disney movies anymore like I bought Zootopia because I was like you know what I want to be able to watch this whenever the fuck I want right I want like I I have a bunch of my favorite like stuff on DVD still and people are like why do you still buy DVDs I'm like because I want to have this because these aren't going to exist. These are going to become the new fucking record. Well, the other fucking problem, too, is like when people are like, oh, what do you own? It's like, A, I destroy computers. Yep. So I lose I lose digital copies so often. Right. Uh, B, if I have streaming services, not everything I want to watch is always on a streaming service. And then also, and then another one, you moved in here, probably didn't have internet for the first few days. So what do you got? We, you got? You got DVDs at least. Oh, yeah. And like, I mean, luckily, like for my video, like, I still don't like. I've pretty much gotten myself off of online gaming. Oh, dude, was, I I can't do it. Anymore. It was, dude, it was such a relief. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? I love one player games. Dude, they're the best. I've been saying this for years, but nobody believes me. Oh, dude, I'm so I'm so done. Like, there are certain things, like certain features, and um, like that's I love the new Mortal Kombat because they have this like the way that they keep you interested is because you know. For the mo- like, I used to get bored with Mortal Kombat games because you'd learn characters, you you learn them, you'd learn them, you know. I've, I've never been great at fighting games. Right. But I would learn a character, you know, and then I, I would move on to another character, and I would learn all the characters I wanted to learn, and then I would just get bored because there was nothing new. The new Mortal Kombat did this really cool thing where it's all connected online. And, oh, shit. That was one thing I was supposed to do today. <laughs> so this uh, the system is... There's an uh, there's a constantly rotating series of Mortal Kombat towers uh-huh. that like they have you know they you know they're different sizes different you know enemies in each one of them or not well, it's all the same roster but like it's just constantly shifting and what they do is uh, the whole game has like modifiers that they add so it's like all right in this tower the enemies are gonna have uh, flaming hands that do increased damage or the other one is like all right well this one's gonna if it hits you then the oh, screen goes dark weird. yeah it's really neat and they rotate out so that you constantly are shifting and you're adapting to you know weird huh. things that affect the game the gaming field even just you know one-on-one versus ai and you right. can also use you know you can that's use, pretty dope yeah it's really fun because you you're constantly learning characters but you're also like you can't just spam the same moves and win every time right because it's like all right well this person has super armor and you know your combos that knock them in the air aren't going to knock them in the air anymore what the fuck are you going to do now so you're constantly doing that and they rate you online based on like, what percentage you're scoring in those towers right and you weren't you earn certain rewards based on where you place oh that's, okay i was supposed to fucking play today because I was sitting at the top 4.5 percent. Nice. Which means if somebody knocked me out, I'm out of the top five, so I won't get the top five percent reward. Ah. Uh, so I'm hoping that I'm still good. Yeah. I uh see I the I just never really enjoyed online gaming, even like when it's heyday when like Modern Warfare and all that shit was, I was huge. Addicted. I hated it. it. Well, I played it all the time, but that's because one of my friends did. And yes. I, but I fucking hated it. And that's why, and I'm not into online games, I like one-player games, but that's when, like, and I think I've talked to you about this ad nauseum, why I like Dark Souls and Bloodborne. Yes. Because you can't talk to anybody, but you can still kind of be a dickhead. And I don't know, it's like, it's, it's, a, dunk a, on that, it's just fun. Like, I don't know, well, the playfulness of it was way more fun. Yep. It had this extra element, because you only, you had a limited amount of communication that you Yeah, could you do. could use gestures or the fucking things. Yeah, and it was great. So, like, I enjoyed that aspect of it. And so, like, I like that, and, um... Yeah, There's also, like, there was no shit talk. Yeah. It was all 
am I better than you? Yeah, and that was what I think I liked the most about it. It's like, oh, I'm going to beat this motherfucker's ass. So. Yeah, like, it was never like, oh, I'm going to shit talk. Like, even if I win the game, like, I shit talked you better, so I still feel good. In Dark Souls, you either win or you lose, and there's almost no dispute. There right. are some situations where, like, you get fucking ganked, and you're like, oh, congratulations, dickhead. Right, yeah. Like, there was, oh, I got so, I was playing the other day, I got so fucking mad. Like, anytime that somebody invades me, uh, I was a wizard. So I had the spell that, like, let me do, like, the chameleon and, like, blend it with my environment or whatever. Because that's my favorite way to troll. Right. It's like somebody invades my world and spends, like, fucking 15 minutes trying to find me. And I'm just laughing my ass off, like, watching them run back and forth in front of me. I'm <laughs> like, you stupid fuck. <laughs> but, like, this dude found me and just, like, co- like you know, fucking, you know, combo locks me, fucks me up. And, like, I can't escape, fucking kills me. And he just starts throwing dung pies at me. <laughs> and I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> What a piece of shit! But it was just like he's like, oh, like you're, so, oh, you're so good. You fucking, you combo locked me after I trolled your ass. Like, right. Oh, you're so good. Yeah, you're so cool, bro. Yeah, and that's my, that's. Dude, my PS4 decided to take a dump on me. Oh no. Yeah, like I've the second time in like two months, I have to initialize it again. Oh shit! So that always fucking sucks. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. I'm not to pull a fast one on GameStop. <laughs> I'm really hoping that I'll be able to make this because it's starting to have like a couple issues like one day how long have you had yours um i think oh man when did i get it i got mine like december 2015 yeah i think i got mine actually yours is probably i got mine about probably june or july because uh i just i graduated college yeah same and then got a job at uh where you know where i work and then i was like i have a you know i have a job now i want a fucking playstation it might have been a little bit later. It was when uh, Doom had recently come out. So oh, it, was okay. when, it was whenever Doom had come out. Yeah. I, was I like, got I mine play when Doom. they were st- when like m- Toys R Us did this big sale on like Black Friday. I went there like super oh, yeah. on Black Friday, and they had like the um, what was the Uncharted collection. Oh yeah, my friend did that. So I got that, and it's just I think it's just uh, and like I kept going. Uh, it came. I keep yelling about like I've had this thing for four years. And it's crapped out. I've had PS3 and if you hasn't fucking crapped out on me once or whatever. But then I got to thinking about it. I'm like I played this way more. Well, it's not even that I played it way more. I use it way more. Yes, I'm watching that too. it all the time. Like even oh, yeah. when I'm not playing games, I'm watching YouTube videos or watching Hulu oh, dude, or whatever. That's why I love this. Thing. So yeah, like it's so I probably like fried that motherfucker just watching hours of TV. Dude, get yourself a smart TV. Oh, I have one. Oh, but it's my living room one. Ah, uh, yeah. Now this is, th- I just I just picked this rig up. Yeah. Literally like two weekends ago, I bought that fucking TV and that sound. No, bar. they're great. And actually, one thing I thought about, I want to get a new, I you know I want, I'm gonna get a new PS4, but it's like I use it as an entertainment system too. So, but I was like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should also buy a fucking Google Chrome stick or whatever. Oh yeah, the it, Chromecast. And just fucking throw shit up to my TV. Yeah, uh, especially if you're, if you're if you don't use the main, if you don't have a smart TV in your room, then yeah, yeah, just get a Chromecast. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. But yeah, this was or a Fire Stick. Those are pretty dope yeah. too. Yeah, no, I got like I didn't even really realize like what a smart TV was. Have you ever seen those people jailbreak Fire Sticks? Oh, dude, it's fucking insane. Those are crazy and hef- heavily illegal. I don't support we them. Do, no, of course not. We do not wink. support. <laughs> we do. You're not, not supposed support. to say wink out loud. <laughs> wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I fucking love this TV. No, like, it's it looks nice. I was gonna ask you if that was new because it yeah. looks pretty new. I bought it because like, and it. My roommate made fun of me for it because I was like, oh, I bought it because uh, I wanted to have a 4K TV before the PlayStation Five came out. And he's like, you know, it's not coming out to like 
late next year, right? And I was like, no, somebody told me it was going to be late this year. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, you're wrong. It's probably like mid next lies year. Lies, <laughs> all lies. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck me. Now I just have this 4K TV for no reason. Like, yeah. And I was like, technically I could buy a 4K PS4, but it's like, what's the fucking point? Somebody at work today was asking me when I was telling them about my scheme to get a new PS4. They're like, are you going to get the PS4 Pro? I'm like, why? Why? They're like, well, you could, you know, you get the 4K. I'm like, I wouldn't notice the difference. I yeah. li- honestly would. Plus, I don't like you said, I don't have a TV that would help with yeah, that. If, you know, if I you have don't an have a older 4K fucking TV, TV. and then also like he was like, well, what about VR? And I'm like, I don't give two fine fucks about e- VR. I l- I almost said ER, <laughs> but I don't give a fuck, fuck about, about ER. ER too. I want people to fucking die. I want them to all die. When we were in Kentucky and I saw those wait times were at seven <laughs> minutes, I was like, they better jack up those wait times. We need people to die at the ER. Jesus. Now, like, I, I, I'm fascinated by VR, and I really would like to get into VR, but my problem is, like, like, I, I, like, I, I'm such a fanboy for VR, but the VR that we have, I've just never been impressed by, but, like, I've always gone to bat for it. I'm like, no, I I love it. I just have no, I have no desire. It's like, it just, it, it's the one thing I think that under, it's like 3D movies and all that kind of shit. I'm just like, I'm not into it. I, I just, I like anime too much. I get it, and I and I watch fucking shit like Log Horizon or fucking Sword Art Online, and then I'm like, that's so tight. Like, not the getting I, stuck part, but like right. the idea of being in such an immersive virtual reality world. Yeah, I get it, but it's I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm also I'm a huge fantasy buff. Is my thing right? Like, if I could live in a world with fucking swords and dragons and shit, I fucking would. Like, I would abandon. I would abandon. All of everything that I have right now. Just to, to spend five minutes in a land where there's uh, dragons and get eaten by a dragon. Yeah, I swear my fucking even life. If, even if you got ate by a dragon within the first five minutes, you'd be like, yep, I'll take that five Dude, minutes. if I could fucking, if I got to shoot spells and shit. Okay. Like, if I was, if I put up a good fight with a dragon. Like, if it was like, oh, I just got fucking eaten by a dragon, I'd be like, well, I kind of suck. But if I was like a fucking knight in some swag armor casting fireballs and swinging a goddamn sword and a fucking dragon gets the best of me. And I did that for five minutes versus the rest of my life without fighting dragons. I would take the fighting dragons part. Man, that's a dedication to something that I will never have. I love, dude. Like I've been such, I have such a fucking boner for the Elder Scrolls. Oh, dude, I love those games. No, don't get me wrong. I love that shit. I, I guess like, if you'd asked me like ten years ago, I probably would have been right there with you. Like, yeah, fuck, take me to Mordor. Let's Hell, fucking right? bore down some orcs. But yeah, man, I'm just not there anymore. Well, I think I'm too th- stuck in this drone of corporate America, man. Ah, dude, I've like, well, also like, I think it also is just I've been working on a fantasy novel. Yeah, it's so, like my entire fucking brain has been living in this fantasy <laughs> world. Like, I'm at- just unhealthily thinking oh, about yeah, places dude. you sh- that aren't even real. Yeah, dude, like I'm at work. I'm just like, all right, dude. I, it was so bad. I developed tr- like I, I do like. I you got PTSD from war well, that you I, created in your head. <laughs> I, I drew my fucking map and I was like super excited because like I had like I have my city like I have this map all like mapped out right and I've had oh, it yeah, for dude. years. But I just recently added trade routes and I was so excited about that. <laughs> fucking trade yeah. routes. Trade route. That's hilarious. Like yeah, you even planned out like the sea maps and how the wind blows. Oh in. yeah, that's no, awesome, I, dude. Oh and like fucking alliances with who trades with who. So I'm like, all right, well from you know these two aren't allied but these guys are allied but they probably wouldn't meet at this point despite the fact that this is neutral route's going to end up here and i have fucking trade routes mapped out from each territory to other territories 
Like, and that made me so fucking happy thinking about that shit. <laughs> Dude, that's so crazy that you can come up with that. Like, cause like, okay, so I wrote novels. On, not, I shouldn't even say I wrote novels. I tried to write, like, long-form stories and shit like that as a kid. And I remember making up, like, yeah, my own, like, map and world oh, yeah. and stuff. It was so basic, though. Like, I, that makes me, I don't know why, that fucking makes me, like, so happy that you have this passion enough to, like, create this world that you will even know like the trade routes and like the which how the wind blows in and carries in like oh, yeah. the certain things. Dude, I have a whole magic what system. What the moon cycles probably like oh, and yeah. stuff. No, dude, I have like I, I seriously have this whole universe that I've been working on for my whole nice. like not my whole life, but like since I was probably about 18. It's I've got a solid 8 years of work with this. I have trade routes, I have the shape of the continent, I have where the continent came from, I have how the magic works. I have like all this I have like so Oh, like, I have races and fucking, like, nice. like, like, kingdoms that, like, why they hate each other, like, the religions of the world, like, I have guilds, like, I don't, like, my thing right now is I'm working on, I'm working on, A, the, I'm reworking the main character a bit to fit into the world. The main character of this novel, he's the, he's the second son of a king, so he doesn't get dick, uh-huh. and he's pissed about it. Oh, that's awesome. Because his brother's a piece of shit, and the way that the world works is there's this basically like magic stones that like that like they're not the stones aren't magic but like they allow you to attune with the magic of the world okay and the bigger the stone the more like the more you can do with it so is there like a flavor flav stone that somebody's wearing just ba- like yeah basically so like his brother is suppo- like because he's you know becoming the king is supposed to get the biggest of the kingdom to show his power and his younger brother the main character is like nah i want that shit steals yeah. it and his dad's like i can't execute you because you're my kid but you did steal so from I the king. Banish so, you. Yeah, you're you're excommunicated from our kingdom. So this main story is him and his best friend being like, I don't know, well, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm an excommunicated prince, but I'm also like a pretty dope wizard. And his best friend is like, well, I want to avenge my dead parents. And he's like, tight, we're gonna go on your adventure. So it's the main character. It's not his adventure. It's him helping his friend. Oh, that's cool. I like that perspective. Yeah, that's cool. I have. I, I feel like I should now. I want to share like the story idea that I had a long time ago. I don't know if I told you about this before. Go for it. I fucking so, love talking shop. Um, I had this idea for a story where I wanted to. Uh, there was a group of bandits, right? Right. Set in like the, uh, uh, like just as like the turn of the century when the trains were a thing. So just like right around that time. So the West is getting settled and trains. So are like now kind here. of the Victorian era. Like similar, like yeah, yeah kind of like it'd probably be like a mashup of like there be Victorian style dressing, but the trains are there and so stuff they, like, like the like that weird like a little niche between Victorian and the industrial era. Yes, Hell so yes. like the train, like so the West is getting settled and there goes, but there's this notorious band band of train robbers. These are the guys who start train robbing, right? Right. And like they're the big deal, and then they of course go out for one more score. Fuck and yes. then of uh, the leader, he gets and he's like. The, the worst person of worst people like has fucking done unimaginable things was like born in a whorehouse like all oh, that kind of yeah. shit and like but he it turns out this last train ride they go on is a fucking setup oh cops, shit it's a cop sting so when they get on the fucking train like the whole uh like the they just all get wasted so they end up getting killed and there's where the plot twists because up to this point, they've talked a lot about... There's been a lot of uh, talk and innuendos and situation about God and the devil right. and the battle of that between man and the good of the soul. And this and the leader, I never got, came up with a good name for him, but goes up to heaven and meets God. Oh, shit. And God is like, well, you're such a terrible person that even hell's not 
fitable for you. So I'm sending you the only other thing I can think that's even more of a punishment, which is to guard the gates of hell alone for all eternity. Oh, damn. In a pit. So he's banished to a life of exile, guarding the gates of hell, making sure that no demons ever get out of hell. Um, so he's just outside of it. And then the plot of the book where it comes up is, of course, the gates of hell burst open. And he has to resurface back to the world and go find all these demons. Oh, sh- that's really dope. Yeah. I like that. Because that also is like, it has multiple layers of aesthetic to it. Yes. Because it has, like, it has, the, you know, the whole, like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, fucking, you know, Casey Kane and the Chain Boys kind of, yeah. like, area. And then, like, fucking has to come back up. And he's like, God Damn it! I have to fucking fight demons in yeah. the goddamn industrial era. Cause yeah. No, like you don't normally like those are two things you don't normally see cross over. Right. Like normally demons are either really old or very modern. Right. There's not really a lot of like we're gonna do demons and also everybody has uh, fucking. Uh, and I was know, super big into like Van Helsing and that's kind of where this yes. kind of came in like from. Like okay, I loved so yeah. that movie as a kid. So like I wanted that aesthetic almost, but like, like, like Bloodborne. But yeah, but like a Bloodborne, but much more like a uh, like a different set uh just like a um like bloodborne but not as uh, not as quite yet to the prettiness that bloodborne is like it was in the still, industrial yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. still building towns in the west and stuff well because like so basically like bloodborne in the era but like of the of america because like bloodborne right. in that era like things are established and yes. there's this that aesthetic. like you could go to bot like if he goes to boston or yeah, whatever it's, it's still set up but it's like this still has still. this weird kind of like aesthetic no, that's yeah. old boston had and like you know, so that's what I'm going like wanted to go for Hell more. Yeah. No, I've, like no, and like I love the people that are passionate about a certain era because that when people like are like, oh, I, you know, I have to you know work with. It's like no, like write what you fucking know and write what you're passionate about because you're gonna put way more detail into the shit. Like with you, like you have that exact specification of right. like, what you like that exact era, and that's that's gonna bring the detail to like shit. Like where it's like. I don't have any problem with that, but like that because that's not you know my era. Like if I tried to write about that, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck I want to talk about. Whereas with my fantasy shit, I'm like, all right, this tree is gonna have this kind of bark because this happened here, right? And like all that kind of like just small details that no one's gonna give a fuck about when they right. read it. But that helps build that world because yeah. you care about it. And that's why like uh, I love reading like uh, Tolkien's like side notes and shit. Like his novel, like I actually really don't give a fuck about the Lord of the Rings. Right, like I, it's the good. world he created. Yeah, amazing. that's exactly it. Is like when you read his side notes and all the stuff that like to him was very important that didn't necessarily even get mentioned. Like he has, he has all of his fucking notes and stuff, and that that's the shit that I love. Right, like that's the shit that like is you know fucking you know self you know self important as it is. But like if I ever do write this novel. I want to have like the old rough drafts of fucking my you know world and all these little like trade route things and you know all the racial phenotypes and like certain see like, but like your like super fans love that kind of shit they want to know more about the world the people you and that's the people I like to cater I'd like to cater to if, if I create something that was going to take that route and create something like that is cre- is create a world like to the same level that like those people who have Reddit threads dedicated to Game yes. of Thrones like I want to create something that where people could get to that level and want to be and figure out what's going on in this world. And that's what's fascinating about Game of Thrones is people are more fascinated about the politics of Game of Thrones than they yes. are about the world, which is I mean no offense to Game of Thrones by any means like it, it's just it's a different way of writing fantasy. Yes. Cuz like Tolkien was very flowery and you know the world building was incredible, but like the world building in Game of Thrones was much more internalized. Yes. It was there's this world and there's stuff happening. 
but you're but, seeing it all yeah. from one per- perspectives that are set up through these characters. Yeah, it's it's, it's fucking crazy because it's it you're you're not sitting there and being like, oh, I'm in this fantasy world. It's oh, I'm in this fantasy world. But what's really important is whether you know, oh, you know, like how Stark said this to whatever right. the fuck. Like I don't I don't dick of I've never watched Game of Thrones. Oh, that's I, I mean I would like I I, I don't just, fault you. I don't I if I had HBO I'm sure like I'm sure that I would love Game of Thrones if I had the chance to watch it. I just refuse to pay for HBO. No, I get it. So like uh, I've, I've so I don't dick about it, but I do know that like I've like from what I've understood, it's like it's very much oh I'm um, you know House Stark House whatever like whatever, like I only know House Stark. I, that's the only right. way I fucking know. See, and I wanted to do the the ways that I picked the the story that I picked is one because like fighting demons to me is always fascinating. Oh yeah, demons are always fucking cool. I shouldn't say fucking cool, but yeah. Anyway, but no, I, I'm they're, with you. Though. But like it, they're, they're fascinating to me, and then also like I. I, I and, you know, even though like there's been a ton of books that have already done it, but taking biblical references and like using them and writing them into a story and trying to use them to like talk about it. Like the whole point of this book was kind of to talk about how like he it turned out to be not the right hand of God, but the left hand of God. Oh, yeah. He was the one who brought the punishment. So that was like kind of like the where I was going to take it with him is like how you never hear you hear about the right hand of God, but you never heard about the left hand. So yeah, like, or something like that. I, I actually would have to do way more research into the Bible for this, but like, but still, I, there's there's a lot there. Yeah, there's there's a ton of references to go from and things like that. And also, like, what I thought would be fascinating is because I've had this set obviously in the West here right. in America, like, um, you know, basically considered a godless land for the longest time. That's one reason why I picked that aesthetic, like the Gothic American West, just like just this abhorrent just like lawless society where like they said god didn't exist almost for the longest time because there was no order yeah you had shit like you were your own fucking man and you lived by your own fucking morals and the like morals of whatever fucking town you sat in right and and that town might have a completely different set from the next town you roll into right and that's what would be fascinating i think from another aspect i could look up so many stories from like the like things that are happened in the old west and small towns that were around like religious beliefs and things of that nature and then use them and like i could have him go back to salem like oh, yeah. it's uh, years after the witch trials obviously but go back to salem and see what happened after all that shit. yeah and it's like how the town is after that i could create this whole thing about how the town what the town of salem is after their witch trial like he referenced it like he's the he like he, it's all from his perspective he's narrating what he's seen right uh, from like this town like how salem is almost like this a ghost town after the atrocities they plagued on themselves almost as god has cursed them and has damned them all for their sins already plus because if it's a work of fiction like you don't necessarily even have to stick directly to it and you could take no historical figures and if you're wanted if you're wanting to do the whole like you know demons escape from hell you could take historical figures who weren't exactly like the greatest people and be like they were just a really successful fucking demon that was right. like i'm gonna fi- i'm gonna fit into society but also like and yeah flex. that's like half of the thing is like there's different demon types, obviously. Yeah. Like there's one, like a chameleon demon, like which is what you're talking about, where they almost like morph into, or they overtake somebody, and they kind of like just start pushing their agenda onto different things. And then there's ones that just basically act like the urban legend, like monster of the lagoon, where it's just like there's a myth of this thing. If you go down here at this time, it'll fucking eat you, and you won't ever be heard from again. So it's like he's almost got to f- like be hunting in this weird aspect of like knowing like. There are multiple things. Plus, not only that, 
like he's it's not like his face has changed so like eventually like he runs into people somehow like people start recognizing him but he's supposed to be dead so like you put him in situations like that and stuff like i developed i wanted to develop this world where i could almost make a series of books where it's almost like, oh yeah it's like maybe two demons a book because I wanted to talk about the extensive travel between towns and, and with, hitting and things up and doing things like with that. With something like that, you could write shorter books. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, You wouldn't yeah. have to write, like, that's the fucking problem with fantasy. It's is too because long. Because there's so much shit. Like, I have a trilogy planned, mm-hmm. and I don't think that any of them are going to be less than 60 chapters. <laughs> because, like, Oof. they're completely different story arcs. So right. the first one is the story arc, because it's a, it's a petulant prince. He's, you know... Like everything's been handed to him. Like he's the, he's the, he's been the best at everything he's ever been. Like the the society he comes from, their armies are like renowned for their swordplay. Like that's like what got them to be the fucking big dicks of the fucking continent. Right. Like, you don't fuck with them because like their fucking sword fighting is just unstoppable. Right. But also so he does that. But also like because he's a fucking prince's kid and he's fascinated with magic, he's had the best fucking magic tutor, and he's just naturally. Would, I mean, he's a fucking main character, so he's gonna be. You know, he's gonna have. More of an edge than other people, but he's all like his biggest heel is like he's a fucking you know bratty prince who's had everything handed to him. Right. So he gets out in this real world and just constantly keeps fucking up. So one of the first like one of the first things that happened is so in in this world like uh, basically knowledge and like magic like that's basically their money is like there's still money but like what's really fucking valuable is knowledge because the way that magic works is like so to understand like there's baseline understandings of all the like general magics like understanding of fire understanding of like all that stuff but then there's extremely like niche stuff like i understand how to make fire plus coal to equal this i guess more scientific so almost like it's uh, almost like alchemy yeah but like it's they they go into a trance and they and they understand things on an atomic level yeah so it's summing in it more than like just taking actual physical things in the realm it's actually summing them from like almost like baseline atoms yeah so it's like they go like magicians basically are able to go into this trance to be like this atom plus this atom equals fire and there's that baseline understanding of like this plus this so but the, the magic system is like I I can I can manipulate anything well, that yeah, I'm it's, able to. It's not even that you need the phys- like a physical thing of it. You need the subatomic particles, yeah. like because like there's technically probably coal particles floating in yeah. here, so he could. Well, pull. not even that. It's literally like it's literally it, like, it's ju- it's not necessarily even It literally is magic, right? Because there, right. it is something from nothing. It's not like okay, okay, not, okay. Yeah. okay. Sorry. sorry, I was taking no, no, it to no, like, like a cool like a boy. I was like, is, oh, let me see how this is. like. Is there this is what also mean? that, but like it's it's literally like you just have to understand like. But because that's where like the whole magic system comes in, and the whole point of the crystals right. is there's a side note to make the somewhat of my sense. Uh, it actually comes from a different novel that is tied to the universe. In the first novel, it's an actual, it's a, it's a near future dystopian novel that causes an end of the world event that causes a rift Ooh. in space time. You you're fucking trying to Stephen King. You're fucking oh, yeah. way into this bitch. So this world exists. A- after the postmodern as a fantasy world because the extinction event in the first world causes a rift in space time which allows Ooh. magic to exist interesting so cool going back to all that uh, no i like that yeah. though that's fucking dope one of his first things that he does that fucks up because so like i said you know magic is like currency so if you know something that nobody else does you're you're the only fucking person that knows that right so you keep that shit so guarded or you sell it or barter it because it's like i know something that you don't know i will i will tell you my secret in exchange for this, if this, like you, right. you kind of do like wizard battles where it's like, if I'm smarter than you, I get what I want. And you, you know, and then that's I, a nice trick you have there. I think I'll take it. Yeah. 
So the first the first person I had a Pokemon battle Pokemon. The first person he meets is a bard who uses his and basically like he figured out how to make like people love him no matter what. Right. And he just fucking he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. He get you know, he fucks bitches, gets money, plays music. He's he's literally just like basically fucking people's brains up and being a rock star. And my dude's like, dude, I want that shit. And he wins whatever the wizard battle is, gets that shit, and the dude fucking kills himself. Whoa. Because he has nothing left. And the main character is like, fuck. <laughs> like, I did something extremely bad. And, like, that's, like, just, he just hits a series of, like, major life faux pas of, like, what he like what he thinks is, like, a value ends up being, like, an actual shitty thing. Right. So the first book is him slowly learning how to be, like, a man. Wow. And then the middle book, so... I'm gonna. I guess I'll just explain. You actually yeah. probably should stop and leave yeah. it at a cliff point at this point because yeah, I don't want you to give it all away. That's yeah. fu- this is fucking sick though. I can't wait. I hope yeah. you do write this at some point. No, I, this I is wanna, fucking awesome. I, that's why I want. Like as weird as it sounds, like I want to get famous or like I want to start be- making money by doing. Com- I want to start making money doing what I love so that I have more time to do what I love. Right. No, I get exactly what you're saying. It makes total sense. So like, if I if I could spend 40 hours a week writing instead of working, like I mean, it'd be working, but like, I like. I don't like when people are like, "Oh, you just want to, you know, you know, get rich and famous." So you don't have to. I was like, "No, I want to get rich and famous so that I can do, I can work at shit I want to do." Right, exactly. I don't want to go show up to it as be a fucking desk monkey for forty hours a week when I could be working forty hours a week on something that I give a lot of fucks about. Right. Yeah. No, it's that's what we're all trying to do here, man. That's why we're doing this dumb yeah. podcasting stuff. Yeah. So anybody <laughs> that listens to the Grove, uh, don't steal my fucking idea, or I will slice your dick off. You can probably take my demon idea. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's gonna be this. And like I said, I've got this whole. I've got everything. Like I have all the. It'd pieces. be awesome, man. I so that's. I really just want like that's being a right like. I think Writing I, at all is so much yeah, fun. I think I it's mentioned it. I, it's weird. I think I've talked about this before. I just wanted to say this real fast. Was oh, yeah, like, no, go uh, for it. I love. I've always been a writer. Like I've I was writing comic books as a kid. I wrote short stories all the time. And uh, I think one reason why I was drawn to stand-up because I was like, it's a new form of writing yes. that's always challenging that I've never done. Absolutely And same. I was like, and it's not like I was good at the other f- ways I was <laughs> writing, but like, I don't know, this has been a lot more fun uh, in a way of r- learning how to write just because, I don't know, because it's comedy, you kind of get away with more. It's like, you get to be absurd. And it's like, like you don't have to adhere to actual writing structure because it's writing, yeah. but it's not writing. If that makes sense, it, it's it's writing in the sense of like you. There are certain like it's, it's like another form of writing. Like there's good writing and there's bad writing. With comedy, there's good comedy and there's bad comedy, and it comes from what type of writing you're doing. You can yep. like, I can I can say the same premise of a joke using completely different words, and one set of words is going to work a lot better than the other set of words. Not necessarily because one set of words is objectively more funny, but because there are certain extenuating factors that make me go, I know that because of this, this will go better here as this word. Right. And that's what writing has helped because I'm the same as you. Like, if when I was, like, it's literally as soon as I had a grasp on words and could write as a kid, I was writing fucking stories. Yep. I was always stories. I was writing poetry. I was writing. That was my shit. I loved reading. I loved writing. That was my shit as a kid. And I also love stage performance. Put that shit together, you get a fucking comedian. Yep. And here we are. Exactly. <laughs> fucking bullshitting about, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what happened. It's been about, honestly, about two hours. Has it already? Goddamn. Yeah. I think <laughs> you got here about, 
what, like six forty-five? Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it is. It's, uh, been, it's been a minute. It's a uh, eight forty-five. What a fucking right whirlwind of a podcast. Yeah, but we never really lost track. Like no. we had a good conversation. That was this fun, whole time. dude. That's I, always fun. I love coming to the grove. Yeah, definitely a uh, definitely we a good be season on the finale air right now. No, <laughs> definitely a good season finale. Though. Yeah, we're gonna take a hot twenty-nine break. episodes. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> Fuck, we still have. Yeah, you can call it, man. One it's more. Cool. You do whatever you want. Yeah, I fucking I got to. Like, <laughs> I gotta get. I gotta wrangle my shit back together. My brain is. <laughs> also, this weekend's Pride, so I'm gonna be fucking exhausted. Woo. That's gonna be fun, I think. <laughs> I think. Well, it's gonna be. It'll be wild. Oh yeah, I know. Friday. I went to be. the Pride parade by accident once. Oh, yeah, no, the Pride parade is different than Pride. Just well, it wasn't. Well, <laughs> well, like it just when they were in the East Village, right? That's what Pride is, right? Well, yeah. So yeah, that's where it is. But like, so Pride and Pride uh-huh. are different things. Oh, there's. Going to the Pride events, and then there's getting shit housed at gay bars. Pride. Oh well, yeah, but <laughs> no, it was hilarious. It was hilarious because it was my like la- my ex girlfriend. Like I went, uh, she came into town. I was like, oh, let's go down to the East Village. We'll get That's dinner. A fun, or it's a super fun time. And no, I didn't know that was going on. Oh no! So I just parked, and we're like, oh, there must have concerts or shit tonight. That's cool. And we're just like walking down, and then all of a sudden I start putting together, and I go, oh, babe. This is a pride event, and she's like, <laughs> and we just both thought it was awesome. Like her brother's like gay, so it didn't right. matter, and so like, but it, like, not, not, it was. Just, we just thought it was hilarious that we didn't know what was going <laughs> on. Like, oh, and we're just like, and we just started walking around. I wanted one shirt where somebody had a rainbow arrow and it said straight on it, and then on the back, but it said butt supportive. I was like, I fucking that's need that tight. shirt. <laughs> that's actually yeah, that's really fucking. It was cool. hilarious. <laughs> no, and that's why like. Pride is for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's th- celebrating yeah. all sexualities. It's yeah. not just like all, wait, quote unquote, un- alternative lifestyles. Yeah. Even though I hate that term, it's I mean, not it's what it like is. it's like queerness is definitely the big focus. But like, there's also like huge fetishism. Right. Like people are out and about like by like even straight people are like, Oh, like this is my kink and I'm gonna be like this is where I can display it freely at Pride and everyone's just like, Yeah, sure, fucking go for it. Like Cool dude. Yeah, like I don't like there's definitely some shit like especially because like it is a public event and there are like kids around. There's some stuff when the people are like fucking ducked out in like crazy wild get-ups like that are barely covering right. their dick and I'm just like all I right. I get it, man. But come on. Yeah, like and that's the thing is like I don't give a fuck what you do in, like in the bedroom or even really outside. Like if you were at a fetish like if you were at a gay bar right now surrounded by other adults i'd be like cool tight 100 percent. you do you yeah that's but when great. you're at like a sh- like where if they have the like street. a festival street yeah. where they that's supposed to be for literally everybody and you bring your family down too yeah and i'm like i i, I could see from both perspective of like this is my space you're coming to my space and i'm like yes i you know for sure 100 percent. like do you like i'm not i'm not like i'm not gonna tell you to stop like if you want to do it i'm not gonna say like you shouldn't I'm just saying, like, there, there's a time and a place for fucking everything. Like, right. There's a reason that there's a nude beach and a regular-ass beach. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, I mean, but that, be, that being said, you know, I might be wrong. Like, you know, do it you. But like I said, if you want to fucking show up, like, wearing, basically, if you if you roll into a fucking gay bar nude and you just are like, this is me, I'd be like, tight. I don't yeah, sweet, give a bro. single fuck. You do you and I'll do me and we're going to both be friends because you know what? Like, we don't have a problem with each other. As long as you brought Lysol wipes to wipe yeah. down the fucking seat you're going to sit on, because Lord knows you got a dirty asshole, yeah, man. That's exactly it. It's like, I don't give a fuck that you're new, but your butt's still a butt. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do. I, that being said, though, I'm going to get just obliterated drunk this weekend. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, it's Go gonna for be, it. Dude, it's going to be bad. I'm going to be probably super sober. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, dude. Fucking. I got to take my girlfriend and go meet the parents. Oof. 
Man, I was going to say, otherwise, dude, like, even if you're fucking straight, dude, go into a fucking gay bar during Pride, you're not going to want to drive home. Probably not, no. You're probably yeah, I'm, not I'm Ubering, so I'm running sound for the Gram on Friday. Nice. And I'm meeting uh, Eric Bridges, uh, host of, or co-host Monst- of Monster, Monster Jamboree. Jamboree. We're meeting, uh, he's, we're meeting in the East Village after I do the Gram, and I'm for sure Ubering to the Gram. Yep. Because I am not driving home from Pride. Nope. There you go, bro. You're at least being responsible. Oh, yeah. No, because there's no, there is zero chance that I'm going to be responsible with my You can have a repeat of Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a. <laughs> That's going to be like the new, uh, you, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? That's our Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, oh, dude, it's my Burt Kreischer machine. Yeah, there you go. It's for real. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, for real. That's. I like, shouldn't be on the air right now. Oh, God. That was. I don't know. Like, there's part of me that's like, fuck yeah, I'm glad I did that shit. And the other part of me is like, oh my God, well, that's you, what I'm there, capable you of? You should have a little bit of shame. Oh, yeah. It's healthy. There, no, it's funny as shit, but you should have a little shame. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not like, what I did was totally fine. But there is the other part of me that's like, yeah, I shouldn't beat myself up over it. I though. would have shame if it was in me. In <laughs> I so. mean,. Like I definitely don't feel great about it, but there there is the other part of me that's like, oh no, that's kind of kind of badass. Yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that is Matt Lamb. If I, you want to, and if you want to hear that, you need to go see Matt Lamb live sometime. Maybe. Yeah, dudes. When are you? Where are you gonna be, Matt? You gonna be doing any shows soon? Oh soon? man, I believe it's a. Uh, fuck. Hold on, we're doing the John that Johnny Pemberton show. That's soon. uh the later this month, like the twenty seventh, right? That is. Hold on, I've it's got like that the twenty third or something. Twenty twenty something. That is July 20th. July so 20th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it next month? Oh, yeah, okay, July cool. 20th. I think our next show that I don't actually think I'm going to be on any Bearwolf shows as a comedian until then. No. I mean, I might be on some other stuff until then. Who fucking knows? Yeah. But uh, I know we're hosting a roast battle pretty soon, but cool. I'm a judge. Hell yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to necessarily be doing too much with that. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that on the Bearwolf Facebook page. Yeah. Guys. Hell yeah. And as always, make sure you go on over to punandgame.com. That's fucking right. Get that pun <laughs> and get, get that game on, son. Goddamn right, where you can find fucking my favorite podcast, Who Gives a F. Oh, thank you. That's sweet of you. Uh, no, I, dude, I fucking listen to your shit every goddamn week. Oh, thanks, man. Dude, I listen to as much local shit as I can. I try to as well. I like it. Like, Everybody's putting out good stuff. No, dude, genuinely, I was playing some shit for my buddies. I was listening to, I think, uh, you know, I'll just go ahead and give them a shout out. I was listening to uh, the... No sleep, the podcast. Oh yeah, dude, which is fucking different, great. Different than the No Sleep podcast, right. which No Sleep the podcast. Yeah, no, it's very different. Which I w- like. My friends were like, "Holy shit, your friends are funny," and I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can go to punninggame.com. You can get Who Gives F podcast. You can get Matt's other show, Monster Jamboree, with yeah. Eric Bridges. You can get. Guess what, guys? If you've been a longtime listener of the website and you got on to, and you're just such a super fan, you we have a show returning that you guys should all be pumped for. Oh shit! Things about oh, stuff shit. with Judge Die and the Bearded Wonder are coming back to the site here in the next month oh, or two. Oh hell yes! So we get that return. I'm excited so you're gonna about have that. Five shows a week, guys. Monday. You got not worth the time every other Monday. Also, there might be another show dropping on the Mondays I don't post not worth the time. Be on the lookout for that. Oh, Tuesdays, you got the Grove. You're listening to it right now. Wednesdays, you got Who Gives F. Thursdays, Monster Jamboree. And Fridays, Things About Stuff. Fuck, man. What else do you need? Dude, fucking punninggame.com is stacked as shit. Stacked as shit. And then you can listen. And you can also watch Fun Pun Gaming Absolutely. every Tuesday and Thursday, bruh. 
God damn right. Yeah, Shit. Dude. That just reminds me. I'm like, it's so fucking dumb, but like, I'm like, I, I don't do enough stuff. I should do a fucking video game shit. And I'm like, that's going to take so much goddamn time. Dude, well, if you just like, the thing is that like, if you like using video games as a leisure, that's why I wouldn't do it. That's exactly it. Is I'm like, this is my, this is the one hobby that's still just a hobby. Yes. And like that, like I still play video games by myself, but I don't as much anymore. Like I yeah. literally like play them most of the time with Jake. And that's why I like actually like fun pun for the most part. Fun puns just from excuse for me and Jake to play video games. Together. Right. Right. That's right. It. And it's just fun. It's just, we just make fun of shit and then we just get, get be goofy. It's fun. Hell yeah! But no, yeah, so check out all that shit, man. Absolutely. And I have right. no stand-up dates, <laughs> so nah, like everybody's it, sick of Wade. <laughs> nah, dude, I think everybody's getting sick of comedy. To be honest, I there's hope a not. lot of it. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, like, like I feel like as weird as it is, I've n- I haven't been to a show recently where there hasn't been at least some kind of attendance. Like even uh, some, no, it's been good. Yeah, like even part. like like even though it wasn't our fucking most attended last night or yeah yeah it was last night yeah. Or yesterday, rather, last yeah. instead of last, but yeah, yesterday, like, even if it was a lower, like, it was still like a fun yeah. sized crowd. You know what I took from that too? Like, it just for me, like, uh, you know, you guys did great. That was a fucking funny show. Like, I loved it. It's gonna be great as you keep developing it. If like, yeah. you stick with that, which I hope you do, because I know you guys. Uh, that's my only critique so sometimes much. is you, like, you guys don't like try to improve on the things. Yeah. And like, this is something you could definitely stick with and keep doing because nobody's really doing like that kind of a show really. That was it. Was basically we were just like, all right, let's. Let's test it, see what fucking happens, see what the response is, see if it even works. And I think that the formula is right. You just got – well, yeah, you can make a couple, couple minor adjustments, but I definitely think the show is going to work. The House of Beowulf can be a really cool thing, oh, especially yeah. an online thing. If you, like, start filming them all and get some good audio of it and get some t- crowds in there and, like, film it, you could do a cool web series of this for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that we needed to do it in the evening. I don't think it was a yeah, brunch thing. No, not a brunch thing at all. I, I, I think Josh did that purely because he thought he'd get more people in the door. Yeah, and it didn't happen at all. No. Um, but uh, – so, but like uh, the one thing I took away from that for myself was because I opened up the show basically. Yeah. Uh, what in like half the people, more than half the people there have heard me tell all of those jokes all the time, and I was still getting some decent laughs, which made me go, "Oh, you know what? These jokes are pretty funny." If the people who've they heard are. these multiple times are still laughing at them, because you get like when you first going up, I'm sure you've had this when you performed in front of people, you've performed in front of God knows how many times, and you just go oh, this is going to be terrible because they're just going to listen to me tell the same fucking jokes. You're just kind of almost dreading it over here, uh, but then they're still up there doing, laughing. You're just up there lifting, basically. Yeah, yeah but it's so fun. It, it was, Yeah, it was a great time, though. Like, that fucking Sarah's character. Oh, shout out to Sarah God. Max. Yeah, oh, my was, God. She committed 100% to that character. That it was, was great. Beastly. I I dropped character so hard yeah, at you, one point. Yeah, you did real hard at one well, point. Because fucking it... <laughs> When she's like, oh, I'm vaping. I was like, oh, that was... That was the funniest fucking part. I couldn't keep it together. It was so funny. I couldn't. Th- I had, I 100% dropped character because it was the funniest goddamn thing. That was so funny. That, yeah, no, that, yeah. that completely knocked me Look out, out for the next House of Beowulf to know what yeah. we're talking about, guys. Now, guys, it's fucking fun. Like, I think that the House of Beowulf could, like... Again, like, now that we kind of understand the formula, how it's going to, like... Then the fact that, like... The fact that it worked even as broken as it was... If we actually, like, really put that shit together, like, officially, I think it could be a fucking... For sure. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I should probably stop wasting 
your time. We've been talking for about two hours now. Woo! So this is going to be an extra long for... This is, you know what? You might as well consider this the uh, final finale. We did two fucking hours. Yeah, exactly. So you got two fucking podcasts in one. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, like, I mean, this is makes up for all the fucking mini-sodes I've done in the past. There you go. Long, the 10-minute episode I did before that. Look at this. Wade Taylor coming in the clutch, as always. Absolutely. And I think this was probably, like... I've been trying to get you on this fucking season, all fucking season. It's been, yeah, it's been a weird ride <laughs> trying so to get So we me finally on got it. But Hell I think, yeah, yeah like I said, I'm going to go ahead and close this out so I don't waste any more time. Plus, we used to have to upload this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later. All right, peace.